Ladies and gentlemen, carry on my wayward son, for this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. (laughs) I don't get that reference. (laughs) I do. (laughs) You love it. I do. Feels. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, gosh. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Hi there. Hi. Hi, hello. Hi, hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Wayne Stellini. I'm a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And I'm a Michael Lister. And you are now experiencing a podcast called Friends. Yes. (laughs) Golfers clap. Golfers clap. Golfers clap. Golfers clap. Yes. Pick, pick, pick the mic. Pick the mic. Pick, pick that mic. Yes. Ah, uh, welcome to the show. Another week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, we're here. We're we're <laughs> we're yeah, in person. We're live. Wait, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> we're in person again, and except for, except for, for Mike, who is is still in Bendigo. But in the Bendigo yeah. shed. In the, Bendi- yes. in the Bendigo Fred shed. A base, Bendigo base, and then we've got Melbourne base. So yes, absolutely. It's, it's 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 good. Good to be together. T- okay. Totally based. Okay. Totally, totally. I finally get um, that now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fulia, how was your week? My week has been good. I'm uh, still doing the streamies on Twitch. I've uh, been working uh, at my new job, Woo! learning all the new things. Uh, finally got the chance to work in the gaming department. So <laughs> learning all the awesomeness that I already know. Nice. Um, and then some. Uh, and um, I got a chance to go to the movies for the first time. Yay! <laughs> yes. I got to see Tenet. Hey. Yes. And how much did you love it? Oh my god, I need to watch it again. Isn't it? Wasn't I right? I'm like, you're gonna freaking love this movie. It's obvious that it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Oh, yeah. And the fact that it really plays on Inception in a way. And I, mm. that's why I loved it. It's like Inception's distant cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I'm still kind of confused as to what happened. So I need to watch it again, just yeah. like I was with Inception. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe it if you watch times, it backwards, it might make sense. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you think so? It <laughs> probably confused me even more. Um, but yes, uh, got a chance to see Tenet. I loved it. I definitely need to do a rewatch of that. Um, to understand some of the plot points um, because there was just a lot of flashbacks happening mm. um, in between. Uh, so it kind of kind of confused me in that sense. So especially yeah. the points where they're going forward and to the point and then they're going into the other side where they're going in reverse and I'm just like, okay, I yeah. still don't understand. It's story, yeah. It's yeah, very... Yeah. Yeah, you really have to be kind of switched on yeah. at the time to really be, you know, like... Cause, but it's so overwhelming, though, because... It is. It's a lot to take in yeah. on top of just what the concept of it that they're trying to put across. And exactly. It's, so it's, so what, it's you have cool. to pay attention to, do, to a movie? 
<laughs> this one, I'll yes. Pass, I'll pass. I'll <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's, it's rare in movies now that you actually have to think for yourself. Yeah, but, no, they do exist, don't they? They, they do. do. And, I can't um, watch a film and be on my phone at the same time. It's just—it's <laughs> a waste of my time. Is it really a film? Exactly. <laughs> Is well. film a film if you have to pay attention? <laughs> um, but the. Yeah, Christopher Nolan and the whole production crew, they've done a, a fabulous job yeah. in putting that together. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, apart from that, uh, yeah, not much else that I can think of, really. Uh, I've been doing my editing. Um, I've been, yeah, like I said, just streaming um, my Animal Crossing. Um, a new update has come through this week. Um, for Animal Crossing fans will understand it is the Thanksgiving and Christmas update. Uh, we're going to be getting some new items. Um, everybody's been going nuts about the new reactions that our characters get to do during, during the game, and we all love it. Um, you know, there was this whole thing on Twitter where everybody's like, we can sit! We can finally sit! Without having the need of a, an item like a chair or a cushion. Um, so all you have to do is like press the reaction that says sit and he just, the, your character just plops down wherever you want to sit. <laughs> I love that this is a highlight for you. I know! <laughs> <laughs> it's a highlight for everybody in Animal Crossing <clears throat> fandom. Wow, I, I, I feel so it's bad huge. that I'm not a part of this community. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing out. Yes, wait, Trust you me, are. you are. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know how I get by my own life without a sit command. <laughs> Just have to soldier on. <laughs> In Minecraft, you don't get to sit, you get to crouch. Oh, hello. And that's it. So, just working on just working on your glutes. And... Gosh, Kendall, we really are missing out, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> so much. Get with the uh, times, man. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know, like, what else I can really think of at the moment in terms of, like, just... Every day, other things that I've done. The only other thing that I can mention is I've just been drinking a lot of bubble tea as per usual. Lovely. Because I love making it at home now. I don't have to worry about buying it when I'm out or trying to find it on Uber Eats in some way. I can just have the kit ready to go whenever I want to have some and just make it. What's your favorite flavor to make? Ah, uh, oh, gosh. There's tea quite flavor. a few flavors that I've... <laughs> quite a few flavors that I've tried. My favorite is a... Uh, a pearl milk tea so just the regular milk tea with the tapioca pearls um i have recently delved into the fruit teas okay um which use the green tea bags well they use green tea in it so and with some fruit syrups mm. um and they taste really nice and refreshing especially for summer so if you're looking for a good iced tea with a sort of a fruity flavor um for me Mango is my favorite. Mm. I love mango. Um, and they've got, I've, I've, I've now tried um, peach flavored as well mm -hmm. and strawberry, um, which strawberry is actually quite nice. And um, I also got like extra toppings, um, the strawberry popping pearls. So they're like little bursts of um, fruity goodness mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> that you put into your drink, um, and it's and it's really tasty. I love the coconut jelly though. I think that's my favorite topping. For me, anything with coconut, I oh, love man. coconut. Coconut jelly, um, coconut milk tea is actually really yum as well. So I I also have the coconut milk tea with the coconut jelly. 
It is the best. I don't even even I don't even have to add any extra sweetener either because it's sweet enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm really happy about. Uh, which means less sugar in my system. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just overall, like if and this is not a sponsor. It's not a sponsorship in any way. Bubble Tea Club. It ships within Australia. If you are dying to have your own bubble tea. Trust me, Bubble Tea Club is <clears throat> the place to go to get your DIY kits. A range of different flavors. You can pick and choose. Oh my goodness! Like you won't go, you won't go wrong. If you love bubble tea, you're gonna love Bubble Tea Club. So I'm gonna write down the date of this first non-paid. So <laughs> when we eventually get the sponsor, we can get like a back yeah. pay motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. And Foodie Fuji endorses it, yeah. so it must be good. Yes, it's like a Michelin star. Ah, yeah, oh, absolutely. And I mu- must say, I was actually th- thinking of, oh, what is the coupon code for the yeah. <laughs> for our 25% off for your first order? Yeah, yeah. Fred 25. Yeah. <laughs> Fooli- foolish Fred. Yeah. Foolish Fred. <laughs> See how far that takes you, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Get back to us. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much been my week. How about yourself, Wayne? Yeah, um, look, it's been a pretty standard week now that I'm back at work. So mm. it's, yeah, back into the old routine, uh, which is funny because it doesn't feel like the old routine because it hasn't been the routine for so yeah. long. Yeah. But yeah, uh, at work, that's r- ramping up a bit, which is really good because uh, uh, our you know flow of customers comes and goes in waves it's not consistent so mm-hmm. when it's busy it's really busy when it's quiet it's painfully quiet mm-hmm. um so i'm mean, just enjoying those crazy busy hectic days and and staying productive at work it's nice um interacting with people again my customers are actually more often than not really lovely so and they're they're excited <laughs> to be to be out uh, and just shopping and, and stretching their legs and shopping in person instead of online of course so no that's been good uh, chatting to my customers again um, look, uh, Philip and I have recorded a podcast, so that's out in the world, but we'll talk about that a bit later. And I've been having my, my, I've been give, giving long form prose writing a bit of a stab recently. Oh. I thought that might be fun since I've been focusing on plays yeah. and, um, and TV scripts for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also been doing a bit of poetry, which I'm still working on. Mm. Um, but I thought I might just do some long form prose, uh, which has been quite exciting and an interesting creative exercise to get back into it mm-hmm. and um, I'm writing that in a lovely journal that one Miss Fulia got me uh, a few years ago because um, I've been it'd been sitting on my desk for a while and I've been <laughs> saving it. I go no something that I really want to be a bit special um, and of course you know all of your projects are special when you think of them but yeah. I, I really thought about this and planned it in my head and I thought no this has got some legs creatively yeah. I'm not going to get bored after a week and so I started in that. So that nice. way, even if nothing happens and they're just rough notes, they're rough notes in a beautifully uh, bound journal <laughs> with my initials on them. So yes. yeah. So, so thank you, Fulia, You're welcome. Um, for, for that. So yeah, no, that was lovely. And um, I have to say the highlight of my week um, happened a few hours ago where I got to have dinner with two beautiful young ladies. Aww. I wonder who they were. <laughs> <I> just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame this isn't a visual medium. Um, but uh, yeah, and Michael is scrunching up his face at me because I would have loved <laughs> Michael to, to be with us. But uh, A, there is some distance. And Michael, I don't like sharing fully and Kendall. <laughs> Kendall, how's your week been? How's my week yes. been? When we're we going to Mike first, I told you I don't share. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Michael, you know I love you. How was yours, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. You know, it, it, it's such a shame that you actually, your work had to cancel your shift tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the stars just aligned, my friend. <laughs> How has your week been? Uh, my week's been... Uh, Quite fine, really. Uh, getting into a new groove uh, on the house front, we uh, we finally got like semi-approval to get a house from the Yay! bank. So next week will be a bit, bit, um, bit. Uh, what you would call it? A bit um, uh, nervous-inducing. Yeah, that's a word. A bit of a milestone. Anxious. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a- anxious. Anxious stuff that we, we're going to sign something that uh, we're going to have to pay for the next 30 years. So it's a big, big daunting step, I have to say. Mm. But at least we get a house and I can do whatever I want with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Put nails oh. in the wall. <laughs> true, true. Um, uh, yeah, so, so that's going to be happening next week. And also next week is my wedding anniversary, so... Yes! yes. Me and the wife are... Uh, well, we, we, we were planning to do something spe- special this year, but because of the year being the 2020 year, that we're, it's going to go, go down in infamy as uh, the 2020. Where were you? At home. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're basically doing. We, we are set, set up to just go to a hotel in, in Bendigo because we couldn't go anywhere. Oh, we didn't know what was going to happen, so we, we just figured just one night out and dinner. Uh, and the and the mother-in-law is looking after the child, so we're going to be childless, so that's going to be good. Hmm. Uh, and, yeah, great. And great for that. And I went to the movies as well. Oh, oh. So left out. <laughs> yes. Um, I I was still umming and ahhing if I wanted to see what what everyone wanted to watch. What did I want to watch? Tenant. Nah, mm. w- wasn't in the mood for a thinky film. So and and I also saw New Mutants, but I don't want to be disappointed because <laughs> um, it was it hasn't been out for so long. And uh, you know the story. You know the story, listeners. If you've been listening to this or even know pop culture, you know what's happening with the new mutants. Mm. I'll, pro- I'll probably just wait for it to be on. Uh, uh, I, maybe it's going to be on um, uh, streaming services. What's the Disney Plus? Maybe with yeah, the maybe other Disney Plus. Maybe yeah, with the other Fo- Fox Fox uh, Studios or Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fox Studios. So I'll probably wait until then. But I saw another. Uh, I, I found another movie that interested me. It's called Rams. Oh, like the Australian movie. Yeah, the Australian film. Um, because, you know, I'm Australian and, you know, Australians represent. And I wanted to watch something that that I could actually, like, gloat about. It was like, what was the first movie that you saw? I saw an Australian film. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a great, great film, actually. Uh, it was, yeah. Um, in a way, I would call it a very sweet film. It, it's sort of like a, a drama comedy sort, sort of thing uh, with Sam Neill and uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, Keaton. You know the other Batman. Um, <laughs> he played Batman. No, yeah. he played he played Dad, and yeah. that was that was great. He, they they played brothers. They're they're, um, they're sheep farmers, and their and their sheep farming was has been in their uh, family for for years. So they 
they still have their like original flock of sheep that's been bred specifically for that time so the the first thing that you see them go to is like a, a royal sh- a, a royal show in their local town and uh, and they won best ram uh and they're a strange um uh, a strange uh, uh brothers as well so so it's it's that intrigue. It's like, oh, what happened? What happened to the family? And why? And why? Why do they live next door to each other? Uh, on and it's you pretty much find out it's the same property, and one of them's actually living, living, uh, living uh, rent free basically, because mm-hmm. someone owns the land. And and I won't I won't give it away because because it's very I, I think it's very special. And uh, if you like Australian film, if you like Australian like film. I don't know what you what what you call it. Um, it's like a feel good movie. I don't know because there was definitely some heartbreaking stuff in it, but but yeah. pl- plenty of funny stuff as well. Um, uh, and, and Miranda Richardson is in this as well. She oh pla- cool she, yeah she plays a British vet, the the local the local vet who who is British. <laughs> so <laughs> and that, and quasi love interest Sam Neill so. That's pretty, that, that was pretty much fun. Uh, I would give it like four out of five, I reckon. It, it's that, nice. definitely the sort of uh, film that you want... First film that you want to see like after a long lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, something sweet, something tender, and a little bit cheeky at the same time. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, and also, there's another thing that came out this week that totally knocked out um, uh, The Mandalorian for me. Because oh. it came out on Friday, and I binge watch everything on fr- Friday, and then and then Saturday came up. I was like, "Oh yeah, Mandalorian came out." <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, controversial. Well, you know, I, I've been looking forward to this one, mm. uh, and that and that's of course Animaniacs that <laughs> yeah. came out. Uh, I binge watch all thirteen, all thirteen episodes, and ah, uh, it's just it just. It put me back to being a kid and actually watching this, and watching it as an adult as well. I can actually appreciate all the adult innuendo as well. <laughs> that was fun, uh, and I think you would li- like it, Wayne, because they yeah. reference Duel. Oh, hello. Yeah, and you get to find out who who the driver is. Oh, okay. <laughs> they it's, decide it's, to do that spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Spielberg, isn't it? It's Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Uh, yeah, they make fun. They make fun of everything, and including themselves. Yeah. And the first episode is so much fun. Uh, and yeah, the yeah, yeah. Um, if you if you enjoy the Animaniacs, um, I think it hasn't changed. Uh, it's uh, pretty much the same. Uh, same same sort of humor. Same sort of. Um, uh, Indowindo, same sort. Of, it's just same old, same old. It's just updated because you know technology and that. So mm. it, it's definitely for our times. And, and they make a joke that they actually ri- they they wrote they've written they wrote in that they actually wrote the series in 2018. So they do- so they weren't sure what was happening in 2020. And <laughs> so they made it up, and they were pretty close to what was happening. Wow. <laughs> Inclu- including being in bunkers and wearing masks. So, yeah. there we yeah. go. Did wow. they predict the uh, the US election at all? Well, that's the thing. They, they came up to... They, they were doing a song of um, uh, them catching up to things. 
And the last thing they mention is that now we're now we've got a Trump, as those. But we're not sure if we still have a Trump. By, by then. <laughs> then they go into the spill. Well, the writer's been writing this um, in 2018, so we're not sure. What are we going to do? Just make it up. Okay. <laughs> Did they predict um, Giuliani's hair dye? Uh, Giuliana doesn't get a say in this, which no, is weird. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, but he, was... he had one of his crazy... Um, uh, for those who aren't quite aware of what I'm referencing, uh, Rudy Giuliano had his... Uh, press conference where the his um, hair color ran oh, wow. <laughs> yes uh this was quite hot he was sweaty and you see like this black streak run down his face and that's his hair hair dye oh my yes word. it's a bit of a frightening image yeah i was gonna say that sounds like a, a poorly made 70s 80s shock <laughs> horror film he was sweating like nixon yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Really, this administration, they're on their way out, but they're still the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> they are kicking and screaming and <laughs> literally. Uh, I know that I know it's probably not going to happen, but I I just want to see Donald Trump leave the White House under guards. Yeah. You want the and, you want the, the service to like literally kick him out. Yes. Yes. Drag him. Drag him out. It's like, no, that. it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, uh, and Animaniacs was political as well. So they yeah. do. They did some references to um, to Trump, uh, and also um, Russian hackers. So oh, that was, okay, yeah, yeah that, was, that was a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they didn't. They didn't. Um, they didn't attack just one side. They also made made fun of. Uh, you right there, Wayne? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. That's all right. I was just saying they were attacking both sides. They, they made yeah. fun of Seth Meyers, and they also made fun of uh, Tucker Carlson as well. So. Okay. Uh, equal opportunity. And all Absolutely. That. <laughs> so that's basically my week. I was just watching TV. And also I, I finished watching the second season of uh, The Crown. So. Mm. Oh, yay. Two more to go. <laughs> yeah, lot, lot, lot to be said about the uh, the last season, the one that's uh, just aired, because um, all three of us have watched it. Yeah, so we're not saying anything, Mike. Not mm-hmm. de- no. delivering anything except we have watched. Well, uh, it is it is four. history, and you can't really spoil much. Uh, well, you. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is some of the contention. Yes, <laughs> with oh, okay. season okay. four, so we won't say much. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I, I was actually quite surprised because uh, on the second second last episode, yeah, they they make re- uh, they make reference to um, uh, oh, what do they call it beyond the beyond the fringe? No, beyond the fringe. I think uh, it's when they go go to see the uh, satirists on stage, uh, and with the and with the uh, prime minister going into the audience as well, which actually did happen because okay. because uh, the the leaders are. Uh, the uh, actors actually in that were um, Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, so so that was a bit of fun. Oh, and, that's cool. And the guy who actually was playing the prime minister to the prime minister <laughs> was actually Pe- uh, Peter Cook, which <laughs> because you know I'm a I'm a comedy fan and I loved and I, and I love uh, Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, <laughs> especially with their um, especially with their late, later shows of uh, later. Um, work where they just they just got drunk one night in a, in a studio and just just yelled abuse at each other and 
and just swore like a storm. Uh, a lot of C-bombs everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classy. My old man's a dustman, he wears a dustman hat, and he's got fucking cancer, and what do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, that sort of shit. <laughs> Classy. Yeah. 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 Derek and Clyde, that's what that's what they're called. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> they talk, yeah, they they joke they joke about stuff that's uh, beyond PC. So, you know. A lot of pedophilia jokes in that, so Oh, Not yeah. for the faint-hearted. So. No, no. But but a bit of fun. <laughs> something wholesome like Animaniacs to something pure and into and stupid like like very cool. And that's my and that's my spectrum of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at everything and everyone. <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kendall, how was your week? Oh, thanks for asking. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, Wayne already said it and you just passed it on to me, so uh, not, I wasn't okay, sure. Okay. I see what mm-hmm. I see what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> all my steers are thrown out of whack. <laughs> That's all right. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so my week. Um, it's been pretty good. I got to go to Bendigo finally. Mm. Yay. For the first time in a long time. Um, had dinner with the girlfriends up there uh, at a pub and it was a lovely, lovely pub meal. Really good food, actually. Like it was, it was a one a place in particular I had not been probably since I was a kid, I don't oh, think. Oh, nice. And it's got, all done up and uh, contemporary and yeah. Yeah, very, yeah, very nice. I had, I had uh, gnocchi carbonara. Ooh, Ooh, hello. Yum. Delicious. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, yeah, so we had a fantastic, a fantastic dinner. Um, although I was the only single person there and the four of them are all mums with kids and married and I'm just like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) listening to them and happy for them. I'm bored. But but I couldn't contribute to the conversation (laughs) at all. So bored. (laughs) (laughs) No, I got to hold, I got to hold a couple little, little babies. So that was really cute. Yeah. So no, it was, yeah, it was a really good dinner. Really lovely. Uh, and then, yeah, I got to see my mum and dad for the first time in like six months. Wow. So, uh, yeah, my brother and I uh, went up as well to see to see them. And, yeah, they're doing pretty well. And we just kind of spent the whole day uh, out on the back deck as we do when we go up. Because the weather was pretty nice mm. uh, during the week, and yeah. uh, which was lucky. And, yeah, had breakfast and lunch and snacks and drinks. And, yeah, that no, was good. It was really, really good. Nice. Yeah, it was really, yeah, really glad we, we got to do that. Um, and what else? And then, oh, yeah, and another really good highlight. Uh, I went out in the city for the first time. Oh, wow. hello. What was that so, like? Surprisingly, a lot more people around yeah. than I expected. It's it's building up. It is. I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you'd get the, the, the daytime aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. It's definitely picking up. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it's... It's it's nice to see actually. I have yeah. to say it's nice to see so many people about. Yeah, it was yeah it was nice, but it was odd because like yeah. just to go from like you know nothing at all, and mm. then there's just people everywhere, and they're all wearing masks, of course. And yeah. it's, so it's like it's normal, but it's not normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there was the fact that you know we had to um, book, you know we tried to book in a couple of bars um, 
at the start of the week couldn't couldn't get a booking mm. uh, in the CBD. I mean, it's a CBD, I guess. But we were surprised even then, and so we and we found one bar that we we like to go to, like on the off occasion, um, and they had a booking for us, but they could only let us stay until ten. Yeah, and that was and they and even they felt bad. They were it was the coolest bartender ever. Like yeah, he was like, I don't want you guys to go because you guys are you know you guys are pretty cool and you actually drink like you know <laughs> like good good drinkers like you yeah. know and yeah, especially one of my one of my good friends who we go out, usually go out drinking with. He's he's like known at certain bars for being the, like the best dude. Okay. Like he, he tips the bar staff. He always buys them shots and oh, drinks and yeah, he was doing it last night. And so, yeah. So, and these were friends as well that I hadn't seen since my trivia buddies. I mm. hadn't seen for a few months either. And uh, so, yeah, it was really good to see them and catch up. And yeah, we ended up just, cause we couldn't, we couldn't get any, anywhere else. We ended up just uh, getting pizza and wandering to Carlton Gardens and, and having Aww. a sit down and that sounds lovely it though. was no no it was nice yeah. it was nice it was just good to just talk shit and, mm. and catch up yeah. and have a good time so yeah. yeah no so that was really really good uh and then yeah apart from what the crown season four kind of consumed most yeah. of my week mm-hmm. mine too shit's shit's creek got put on hold yeah. <laughs> a little bit but then of course the only other big thing uh, that was watched this week was uh, the the end of Supernatural, <laughs> and and Fully and I are both still recovering <laughs> from what happened. Uh, it's sensitive, very sensitive. So I'm not going to talk about it now. Um, but if you anyone listening is keen to hear our thoughts, because especially Fully is the biggest fan uh, that she is, uh, and I myself a big fan. Um, yeah, we're going to be doing a whole episode on the monthly, and we'll, I'll spruik it again at the end of the show this uh, this week. Yep. Talking about the last few episodes ever of the show, uh, and that's going to be a really cathartic experience for me. Oh yes, <laughs> get it all out. Yeah. <laughs> there will be tears. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a, a super, super natural super show. Yes. A super not okay episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So oh. not natural at all. No, <laughs> natural. no, no natural. Super not okay. Yeah. yeah. Super not natural. Super not natural. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. But no, it was, yeah, a hell of a, hell of an exit from this, this show. Oh that's yeah. Lasted 15 seasons. Like that's an achievement, yep. especially for a genre show to go, mm. to go that long. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. So that's kind of where my brain is at at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's pretty much been my week in terms of highlights and things and stuff. Yep. And yeah, now we're cool. here. Yay. Yay. So you came to the Bendigo. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't see you, but I saw your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so close, but so far. Sword sport. Missed it by that much. much. Yeah, that's okay. Next time, Mike. Next time. Next time, Gidget. Next time. That was really good. All right. So that was the week, and that was with us. It's time now, of course, to check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. 
Alrighty, it's nerdy news time and we've got a lot of super cool nerdy things to get through. Starting with some Marvel news, Black Panther 2 is all set to go into production uh, in July of next year, although they have not made any decisions yet, or at least not announced any to the public uh, as to what the story will look like in regards to the absence of Chadwick Boseman. Um, of course, people want Shuri to take up the mantle, but that is unconfirmed that she will be Black Panther at this point. However, uh, her and the rest of the main cast are returning. Ryan Coogler is returning as director. And they have announced a new addition to the cast in the form of the film's villain, which we don't know who. Uh, but Tenok Huerta, uh, who is most known for his uh, role in Narcos Mexico, um, will be joining the film as the villain. And yeah, we don't know. We don't know who he's going to be. There's, there's theories online already, but, you know, there'll be lots of speculation until we get a, a first proper announcement as to his role or a first trailer. Uh, which is a while away at this point. But yeah, very exciting to see things coming together still for Black Panther 2. Uh, in the other interesting area of, of the MCU, Deadpool 3 is happening, as of course we know it is definitely going to happen. Um, of course, we don't know what that's going to look like, considering, you know, it's now part of the the Disney Marvel side of things. Um Unfortunately, the writers, however, from the first two uh, films are not coming back, um, but they have locked in a pair of very talented ladies, um, Wendy and Lizzie Molyneux um, of Bob's Burgers fame, have signed on to write the script for Deadpool 3. And that is basically all we know at this point. There's no release date for Deadpool 3 just yet. Uh, but now we've got some riders on board. It's going to start to take shape pretty quickly, I think. So that's very exciting to see. Crossing the pond to DC now. And here comes the announcement we were all waiting for. Uh, except it's not a movable, a movingness of, I can't word at the moment. <laughs> I'm just very excited that they're not moving Wonder Woman 1984. It is, in fact doing something very interesting. It's going to be still coming out in cinemas on Christmas Day, as was planned. Um, but it's also going to be coming out simultaneously on HBO Max in the United States. It will be available for streaming at no extra cost, they stress. <laughs> wink, <laughs> wink. Um, hey, Disney. Hey. <laughs> uh, no extra cost to, uh, to the subscriber for one whole month. Uh, so you can watch it from the comfort of your home and not have to worry about, especially in America, of course, where HBO Max exists, uh, you know, people not having to worry about uh, interacting with COVID-related uh, situations going to the cinema. They can now watch it uh, safely uh, and COVID-friendly uh, in their living room, which is pretty cool. Um, but for everyone else in the world that doesn't have HBO Max or access to HBO Max, it's going to be in theatres the week before. So here in Australia, it should be coming out, I believe, on the 8, uh, 17th or 18th of December. So that's exciting. It's locked in. Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out this year, people. And I'm hey. super keen. It will save the day. <laughs> it will save the day. Yes. No pressure. And no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Um, speaking of Wonder Woman, there was a new teaser 
released during the week for the upcoming Snyder Cut of Justice League. However, when I say new, that is with an asterisk because after watching it, I was like, well, there's not really a whole lot of new footage in this and it's basically the same trailer we saw previously except it's in color and there's a couple of extra little uh, clips that weren't in the first, uh, wasn't in the first teaser that came out a couple months ago. Um, so I guess they're just still really building the hype train for this as you know, little news articles coming out every week regarding the Snyder Cut. Um, so yeah, I guess we get a, a slightly different look at it in this little teaser. So if you're curious, check it out. But uh, I do stress you're not missing much if you don't see it because it's yeah basically the same as the previous one. Um, but still really, really cool. Very, very excited to check that out next year. Um, and more DC news. This is a little bittersweet. Black Lightning is ending this week. The CW announced this week. It's not ending this week. It's ending with season four. God, I, I can't speak anymore. This is terrible. I'm sorry. Black Lightning's ending and it's I'm sad about it. Okay, I'm just overwhelmed. It's, it's unfortunate. Um, season four will be airing in early 2021. However, um, there is going to be a spin-off series coming out of Black Lightning. They're going to be doing a... Uh, a backdoor pilot for I believe the character's name is Painkiller um, and that's very very exciting so one show's ending and another one is is starting up again yeah it's Painkiller that's right yes so yeah so things are still happening over on the CW in their DC universe but uh, we'll be sad to see Black Lightning go because it I've only seen the first season but it is a fantastic show that is uh, well worth your time in checking out um, very, very awesome stuff. So we'll definitely miss Black Lightning on the roster. Hopefully cameos and crossovers. Who knows? Things will happen. Moving into other news now, uh, there's a new Predator film in the works, um, which, you know, has me meh because I wasn't really interested in checking out the previous iteration, uh, the reboot they tried in 2018 that was uh, received not, not so positively unfortunately. Um, however, on the, good on the good side of all this is the fact that uh, this film is not going to be connected at all to that film. Hmm. It's separate. They're basically rebooting it again. Um, and they've got a really uh, talented director in Dan Trachtenberg on board. He uh, is most known for directing 10 Cloverfield Lane with John Goodman um, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, which was a sort of a surprise ish uh, sequel prequel to uh, Cloverfield, Matt Reeves found footage film that I adore so much. Um, so that's really, really cool. It was, it was, this was a leaked thing. It wasn't actually supposed to be announced. Um, Dan Trachtenberg tweeted about it saying he was disappointed that uh, this was not the way everyone was supposed to find out about this movie. They, they had plans and now those plans no longer exist. So he's a bit disappointed, but at the same time he's happy that it's, it's still getting made, it's still happening at least. So things to look forward to in the future. Um, whew, this is interesting, and I don't know if this is the right decision. Uh, the, <laughs> the upcoming Monster Hunter, starring Mila Jovovich, um, has been brought forward. <laughs> <laughs> An unheard of move, uh, move in 2020, moving things forward. Um, so it, it got pushed back to April 2021, but for some reason they've decided to bring it to, forward to uh, Christmas Day. So it's going up against Wonder Woman 1984 and also uh, Soul, 
uh, Pixar's new movie, uh, which will be on launching on Disney Plus on the same day. So interesting, interesting, yeah. dis- interesting decision. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not sure why they've decided to do that, but more power to them. Hopefully, uh, the film is better than those trailers for it. Uh, <laughs> fingers crossed, because it looks like it's a lot of popcorn fun at the very least. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a surprise. Um, there's a Pig Panther reboot coming, uh, which sounds very interesting. It also sounds like something that's never really been told before in terms of, I guess you could say, the Pink Panther mythos. Um, basically, this is going to be a kind of combining the Clouseau aspects of, of the Pink Panther uh, films with the uh, animated Pink Panther stuff. Um, it's going to revolve around a detective character. They haven't actually said if it's going to be uh, Inspector Clouseau or not, um, who undergoes a traumatic event and begins hallucinating a cartoonish Pink Panther sidekick. <laughs> um, okay. Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's the, uh, the official premise of this upcoming reboot. Um, so it looks like it will be mixing animation with live action. Um, and it's going to be written by, um, well, written, not even written by, directed by the same guy who did uh, Sonic, uh, Jeff Fowler. So there's that, you know, experience of animation and live action colliding at least. So I can see why he got the job, especially because Sonic turned out so much better than we all, we all thought it would. So that's, that is good to hear. So no release date yet for the upcoming uh, Pink Panther reboot, but look for it, I suppose, in the next year or two, depending on, you know, certain pandemics going on. <laughs> uh, and lastly in the news, some big TV news. This was really awesome to see. Stranger Things uh, casting for the upcoming season four, uh, which hopefully will be hitting Netflix next year. Um the two biggest names out of the group that were added to the cast are uh, Jamie Campbell Bower um, from Sweeney Todd and the Twilight franchise and Mortal Instruments, City of Bones. Um, and Mike, your mate, your mate, Robert Englund is joining Stranger Things. Who the fuck's that? <laughs> For those uh, playing at home who don't realise, that is uh, Freddy Krueger himself. Uh, a huge 80s icon mm-hmm. joining uh, this huge 80s inspired horror TV show. So, do you, do you, do you want me to say it? So you, say whatever you need to say. <laughs> Welcome to Netflix, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, so, basically, Robert Englund is going to be playing this very uh, creepy character by the name of Victor Creel. Uh, who is a disturbed and intimidating man who is imprisoned in a psychiatric hospital for a gruesome murder in the 1950s. So quite a few shades to Freddy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A little bit. Um, Yeah. It sounds. Son to a hundred maniacs. Son to a hundred maniacs. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds super cool. Um, 
Jamie Campbell Bow is going to be playing uh, a character by the name of Peter Ballard, who is a man that works as an orderly in the same uh, psychiatric hospital. So hmm. things are heading in an interesting direction for the next season of Stranger Things, maybe a little bit more adult by the sounds of it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah, very, very exciting. There's heaps of more uh, uh, actors uh, of... of not as big name that I, I won't mention because there's a lot of them. But if you're, you're curious, you can look them up now on Google to see who else joined the cast. But the two two notable names, yes, Robert Englund and Jamie Campbell-Bauer. Very exciting to see. Can't wait for the next season of Stranger Things. It's going to be sweet. All right, that's the nerdy news now. Uh, Fulia, your thoughts? I'm excited to finally see Black Panther getting started on their filming. I mean, I know it's still at least, you know, seven, eight months away, but they're getting ready for it and I cannot wait. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure they will do, they will do it justice. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a great job with the first one mm. and I'm pretty sure the second one will be just as good. Yes. Maybe even better. Um, but we'll see. Deadpool three. Oh my goodness. Finally been expecting this for a long time yes (laughs) we we probably would have gotten it sooner if it hadn't have been for uh the disney fox merger Mm. because they were planning on doing that x-force spin-off movie with deadpool but then you know the merger happened and then uh no more no more no more (laughs) at least at least not yet anyway yeah so i am definitely looking forward to deadpool 3 mr ryan reynolds yes will be reprising his role and he is always fun mm-hmm. so i love seeing him play deadpool it's so good <laughs> we love it um wonder woman uh debuting in the cinema as well as hbo max now such an interesting decision yeah uh if you're gonna put it out at the movies why don't you just keep it that way for a little bit before putting it out on the streaming service like, I, I feel like they should at least give the, the cinema a go for, like, you know, at least a couple of weeks, minimum, maybe even a month. I guess. Before, before putting it out on the streaming service. But I yeah. suppose with, um, uh, you know, America not having the best of times with the pandemic right now, mm. everybody going into, like, secondary lockdowns and all that sort of thing. So it kind of makes sense for them to put it out on HBO Max, for them at least. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Which, you know, it's... I mean, I don't mind it. Uh, it it's just a, a strange thing to do, you know, with both of them at the same time. But, you know, there are other parts of the world, like for us, for instance, here in Australia, that uh, we are now slowly able to go back into the cinema yeah. and into mm. public spaces and all that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. kind of makes sense. Um, New Justice League, Snyder Cut. Yeah, I wasn't totally impressed with it either. Mm. Uh, when I watched it, um, it, it didn't look remotely new compared to the last thing the no. last one that we watched no so um watching this back i was you know a little bit bored to be honest yeah that's <laughs> watching it that's um but yeah we'll see like i don't i've only ever seen justice league uh, once um and i don't really remember too much of it so maybe this will remind me when i get the chance to see it so we'll see what happens and then you know it'll then trigger some alternate memories i don't know um we'll see what happens with the new stuff that they've added in i think that's it for me 
in terms of the news Pink Panther reboot. Um, it's an interesting concept, mm, isn't it? It is an interesting concept. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I am a fan of the Pink Panther films um, with Steve Martin. He was a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, growing up with the actual cartoon itself mm. um, was good too. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how both of the sort of worlds kind of collide um, in this particular film. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see Pink Panther. Um, and, yeah, that's... Pretty much it from me. How about yourself, Wayne? Yeah, well, I think all nerds are happy to hear that movies are getting produced again, yes. is starting, and we've got some we've got some release dates. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they go with Black Panther too, because mm-hmm. um, the first Black Panther movie was um, one of the stronger ones in the in the MCU. It was one of the more engaging stories. Mm-hmm. So um, with yeah, with the passing um, of the title character, unfortunately yeah. in real life, it'll be interesting to see how, how they go. But mm-hmm. I think, um, casting story, it'll be handled quite respectfully. Oh, for sure. I think. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. I have to say, I'm not overly excited about Deadpool three. Um, and I think it's because having enjoyed the first movie so much, I was really disappointed with the second film. So I'm hoping that this will remedy that and maybe having new writers might might help that. A, yeah. a totally fresh take yeah. um, with their own sense of humour. But, you know, you've got you, you, your star returning. So we're in safe hands. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm cautiously optimistic with okay. Deadpool mm, 3. Fair enough. Yeah, without being overly excited. Wonder Woman is what's exciting me, yes. <laughs> of course, yes. in this news. Uh, it'll be great to see her on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And I think... Now in Australia, we'll be able to do that, which is fantastic. Yes. Um, but hey, HBO, if you've still got your contract with Binge, I'm up for that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watch it at the cinema and watch it at home. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, watch <laughs> it on the big screen, then watch it again to look for the details you yeah. may have missed mm. before. So. Mm-hmm. Binge? What's binge? Yes. <laughs> My next purchase. Ah. <laughs> 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 so yeah, no. Um, I hope Wonder Woman does does really well, mm. and hopefully the strategy strategy does pay off. Mm. I was reading recently that some film studios are now looking at this option of having these movies that would have normally gone to the big screen about putting them on streaming services, mm. not ne- not to dump them there no. as you know Disney kind of have been doing with titles they're unsure of, mm. but because some of these titles actually would own dollar amounts through licensing to say Netflix for example mm. that the film probably would not own in box office returns yeah true which is crazy because mm. apparently like I forgot what the film was but some of these films are getting licensed for distribution by Netflix for like 120 million dollars wow which is crazy for a, for me for a streaming service I can't comprehend how that works within the business model it's huge and for some movies you might not be breaking a hundred million. So you're like, well, if this means Netflix can keep this movie streaming for 10 years or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. go for it. I mean, why wouldn't you really? It's a great deal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think Wonder Woman would be in that boat. I think it's going to, I mean, I know with, with the DC movies um, of recent, of recent years, there's no surefire, you know, bet. It's not, as guaranteed it doesn't have the momentum as other franchises but i feel like wonder woman as a character and because that first film was really well re- was really well received mm. and um gal gadot's portrayal was well received in other films um i think it's going to be quite strong so i hope hopefully um the 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 story is there and and the backing is there from its audience um it's not 
Snyder Cut. I'm excited to see. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this trailer didn't really do much. Yeah. For me, it was just lovely to see again more than anything else. Um, you know, Kendall, you said there was new stuff in there. I didn't even notice. Yeah. To be honest, I, I don't remember. I couldn't tell you what they were. No. I, I know there was like maybe one or two shots yeah. that I hadn't seen. Yeah. Look, I'm happy to not see anything about the Snyder Cut until it's actually out yeah, in the world. Same, yeah. um, I just want to experience it that way so mm -hmm. so yeah but look I, i'm glad that it's still you know they're still marketing it so they still want to build an audience still bringing momentum still want us to be excited by it yeah i'm all for it let's mm -hmm. do this mm -hmm. um i'm excited about a new predator film i actually like the batch of predator movies um i'm a huge fan of the first movie oh that, the first one's amazing yeah that's childhood memories there and um yeah recently actually watched all the predator movies oh cool yeah even avp <laughs> um hey look look the first one's okay First one's okay. Second one <laughs> is trash. Yeah, uh, look, it has it has its fun moments too. <laughs> it, it does. But yeah, they tried to do like a teen horror film and it was, I'm like, no, that's not what these, these monsters are. Look, I do have to say, <laughs> having watched AVP 2, I was like, look, it's not a great movie. It didn't really offend me though, yeah, I have to say. Okay. Um, would I watch it again? Yeah, I guess if I'm doing the whole franchise. <laughs> So I'm really happy that um, we've got a, a, a new Predator movie. Like, mm. I, I don't know, I just, I just love the world that it's in. It's a great world. Yeah. Um, I wasn't all that keen by the sound of a Pink Panther reboot because I didn't think much of the Steve Martin movies. They're okay, but I didn't love them. Mm. Um, but you describing them, I was like, yeah, it sounds like an acid trip. Do it. Yeah. I, I love that they're just doing something totally different yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and crazy with it. Like, good on you. If you're going to reboot something, go left a field. Why not? What have you got to lose? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you're never going to... You're never going to be criticised for trying something new, uh, I think. Unless you're Stephanie Meyer and doing <laughs> vampires. And yeah. You know, I will defend her <laughs> to the end of the earth. I'm okay. <laughs> For the record, I'm okay with it. Like all monsters and creatures across mythology that have been around for so long mm -hmm. in literature and other forms of mm -hmm. storytelling, mm -hmm. they evolve. Yes. They evolve. So um, some people just need to get over it and get a life. Thank you. Um, yeah. So stra Sparkle. Sparkle. Sparkling. <laughs> sparkle. Sparkle, nearly sparkle. No one straight got that reference. So... Um, <laughs> Stranger Things with their new casting was really exciting. Um, Robert England especially. Mm, um, perfect. Yeah, I, I'm i there. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. I'd, like, yeah. I'd be there anyway, but yeah. you know. Cherry I, on top. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, some exciting things happening this week in the Nerd News. It's good to see that um, the entertainment industry is regaining some momentum. Here. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And Michael, your thoughts on this week's news? Yeah, it's been great. I mean, I haven't really been keeping up to date with Sasha, uh, with uh, the nerdy news, and a lot of good um, surprises here that actually surprised me when I read it. It's like, oh, really? Because I usually have prior knowledge to this. Oof. Yeah, I, I did not know that um, the Stranger Things thing. Oh, you the, didn't? The, no, I didn't I'm know so the Stranger Things thing. I'm so surprised you didn't know about it. Yeah, it was great. I yeah. thought, hey, Robert, yeah, yeah, Freddy, Freddy's back. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's great. Um, uh, yeah, as you said, Wayne, uh, I, I was already going to be watching Stranger Things and yeah. there's going to be another thing that <laughs> I'll be happy to about. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, one, of my dream, one of my dreams is if they get... Um, because it's sort of set in the... It's going to be the late 80s soon, mm. so hopefully they get uh, a cameo of... Um, of uh of uh the president that would be cool 
because I have a dream casting for that is Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. That that will be fantastic. <laughs> I would love to, I would love to see that. Um, yeah, it's great uh, coming back from the top, going to the top, to the top, to the top of the to the top of the list. Words. I love my words. I know, I'm not, neither <laughs> you or I are good at words tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's hot in this shed and my brain is melting. Yeah. Uh, Black Panther 2, uh, it's great that they're starting filming and so that means that they, they would have a general, uh, a, a, uh, an idea of how they're going to ha- handle the the IP. So mm. I reckon they're going to do it, um, do something like nice and with, Justice and, and all that. It will be cool. Uh, Deadpool 3. Now, I've been always sceptical of Disney doing an R-rated film. Mm. Or they're going to be an R-rated film because we still have no clarification on that. Um, what really made me ske- sceptical is when um, they were releasing number two. Uh, that's when everything happened of Disney's... Um, uh, taking over 20th Century Fox, and I think the rumor was they wanted they, when they were doing like ADR and all that, like the post production, they they wanted to like squeeze in a joke about that about that that's that Deadpool's going to be run by Disney, but mm. but obviously Disney got word of that and said no, you can't do that. Yeah. So that makes me a bit skeptical of um Deadpool yeah. 3 and I didn't quite I didn't mind the second one um they could have they've could have done something a, a little bit different and sort of yeah like like a bit more meta meta you know like beyond meta humor like they break the fourth wall in the second one I want to see them actually break the fifth wall <laughs> which is basically Deadpool uh one, one of um Deadpool's storylines is uh, in the comics, is he's tr- he, he's gone out and tried to kill the writers of the comic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I want to see something like that, but with but with um, him trying to ta- trying to take on the studio, maybe <laughs> like something really balls to the wall. But you know, the second one was it, it was a little bit tame, but yeah, it, it, it was it was great nonetheless. Uh, good good uh, good family fun. Yeah, Zelda's going to see it when she's like 16 or something. Like that. <laughs> that old? Yeah. Well, with my permission. Of course. She's probably, yeah, she's probably going to be watching stuff like really early and it's like, oh, okay, I'm a good dad. I know I'm a good dad. But I'll definitely get her to see, see Wonder Woman, you mm-hmm. know. And that'll, that'll be awesome. Uh, get to see Wonder Woman. Something... So, Something that I've been looking forward to is probably the big blockbuster that I want to see this this year in the cinema. So, and who knows? I'll pr- probably be watching it on Christmas, maybe because there's a there's a possibility that I might be spending Christmas alone this year. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, my uh, family's going to Canberra, and I met my work's being a bit weird because my ske- my roster is going to be different. And I'm not sure if I'm going to have time off over Christmas. I don't know. So maybe I go up to Canberra for a day and come back. Okay. Yeah. Eight, eight hours up, eight hours back. You know, I've done it before. I went to Aubrey and slept in my car halfway through. <laughs> Mind you, I was like 18 at the time. So I might, I might, I don't know. I'm going to, 
I'm going to be crazy. It's going to be cra crazy Christmas. Uh, Zack Snyder, you know, stop stop it. You're, you're filleting yourself. We get it. You've got, <laughs> you've got control. You're going to do this. We're all going to see it. And just, just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, in Animaniacs, they make they they make fun of um, uh, Batman v Superman, which oh. it was a little swipe. Why it, not? It, you know, they they they're in the um, Warner Brothers studios and they're doing like a tour. It's like, and that's where they film Batman <gasps> v Superman. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I can appreciate that. That's great. Yeah. You'd be like Michael uh, Keaton? No. Oh okay. <laughs> no, Michael Keaton, the dad from, from the castle. That's right. <laughs> he was he was in the uh, uh, Rob Schneider the Animal. What is it? That one? Yeah. We don't talk about that movie. Well, it was Michael <laughs> so, I only watch it for Michael Keaton. <laughs> Same reason I watched The Last Samurai is because it's got Billy Connolly in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, The Predator. I didn't know they were doing a new Predator. Um, I wasn't quite sure about this because now Disney owns Fox and Predator and Alien is actually owned by Fox. So mm. I wasn't sure Wasn't sure if we were going to get Alien or Predator like anytime soon. So it looks like there's, there's hope and... Um, I don't know much about Dan Trench Trenchenberg, Trent Trenchen Tra Trachtenberg, Tra Trachtenberg. Um, yeah, I just know he's done a couple of ep uh, movie episodes like um, uh, Black Mirror, and I think he did The Boys, one of the episodes. Oh, of the cool. Boys. So, so yeah, uh, so. If he's got the reins, I think he'll, he'll do a very interesting take if it's going to be like uh, Predator, but with Jaws, maybe. <laughs> we don't get to see, see Predator until the end because everyone knows what the Predator looks like by now. So, mm. I don't know. Is it? Well, we don't know. We, we don't know. It, you know, it's going to be great because Disney's actually doing some IP that we're all familiar with and it's going to be an interesting take. But, you know... It's the same as Deadpool as well. Are they going to do it properly? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure about this Disney. I give. I already give too much money to them. Of having a, a yearly subscription to Disney Plus, so do it right, or I'm not going to watch your shit ever again. But it's, That's a lie. It's kind of. It is a lie because I do have a child, and she loves. She loves her stuff. Yeah. I got her. I got her to watch um, uh, the old Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Oh, and she loves That's cute. it. Yay! She's, yeah, that's awesome. I tried to get her in in Darkwing Duck, but you know, baby steps. Baby, baby steps. <laughs> yeah, because she's because I'm trying because she's uh, there's a show uh, Mickey Mouse uh, Clubhouse, and there's also another one that's uh, Mickey Mouse Road Race r Road r Races, I think it is. It's like really like uh, toddler fueled hmm. like like bright colors and pretty stuff and they've actually got chip and dale and that it's like oh so if you like chip and dale here's another chip and dale <laughs> so so i'm get, getting into that so if i if i get her to watch jungle book then she can watch tailspin so that'll be yeah good. <laughs> um yeah that's big oh pink panther i wasn't sure about until you explained it to me it's like yeah that's an interesting thing 
interesting thing. Like, I'm a big Peter Sellers fan, mm. of course. So watching the original Pink Panthers, uh, as well as Shot in the Dark, which is probably one of my favorite favorite ones, which is not really a Pink Panther per se, but it definitely has uh, Inspector Clouseau in it, and um, which they actually did. Uh, they did it in between, or they may have. They may have done it at the end of the Pink Panther because they were, weren't sure who was going to be the star in that. Because uh, Peter Sellers, Inspector Clouseau in the first Pink Panther was just going to be a bit part. Uh, and the real one was going to be like the um, the burglar of David Nimmin uh, was going to be the main role. is like this, this um, cat burglar, you know, uh, go on that lap. But because Peter Sellers did, a, did a, such a fantastic job as... Inspector Clouseau, everyone in the studio thought, well, he's the star. Everyone's going to be watching him and no one's going to give a shit about David Niven. So <laughs> so, so they decided, it's like, oh, well, obviously it's going to be Inspector Clouseau that's going to be in the Pink Panther. So that was great. So they sort of did a a, a, a test movie that's sort of uh, more based on Inspector Clouseau. So, so it was basically a, a murder mystery. So, so that's good. I'll probably you, I'll probably get you to watch it for uh, for Fred Watch Wayne. I think I think you enjoy that one if you haven't seen that. Oh, you'll get me to watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you enjoy it. If yes. you, do do you know much about the Pink Panthers? No, I like I know of them, and they're actually on my list to watch because quite a few of them are on Stan. Um, yeah, but I've not yeah. I've not seen them. I remember as a kid being really excited when the movies would start because they'd have that amazing music and these gorgeous animated opening titles yeah. and then it would yeah. flash to live action. I'd be like, oh, it's not a cartoon and walk away. Yeah. Um, but I have seen the, the Stephen Whiten ones, which I'm not a huge fan of. So I haven't seen them. Yeah. So no, the original, the original franchise. Um, yeah. I, I'm definitely up for watching those. Absolutely. Yeah. They are a bit of fun. I mean, they're, they're, they're of their time. Yeah. Um, probably the first one in Shot in the Dark are probably my fa- favourite. So. Okay. Um, yeah, and like the Pink Panther, the, I remember that there was a cartoon of the Pink Panther mm. and he had his thing, so it's kind of cool they they put those together because mm. I, because as a kid I didn't really understand. It was like, of course you got the Pink Panther as the cartoon. Mm. As, as the intro, it's like, well, I, I remember that cartoon... But I don't don't really remember the movie because you know it's a mo- movie and I was a child and I didn't really understand it. You know, it, it was boring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I remember the cartoon. You know that sort of yeah. statement that you have as a kid. So I yeah I think it would be a very interesting thing of if they get like a Inspector Clouseau sort of char- character like the French bumbling protect- detective <laughs> and his sidekick imaginary. <laughs> I just love that as an image. I just think that's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, gosh, I hope it's good. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, a lot riding on it, uh, whoever owns the rights to this and be doing it. Yes. Not sure. Maybe MGM. I'm not, I'm not actually sure. I think it is MGM. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, it's MGM, yeah. So MGM, make it good. You can't just rely on fucking... James Bond all the time. <laughs> you fucking sellouts. Um, oh, we're losing money. Another James Bond. Uh, Lay off anyway. James Bond. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm, I'm a big James Bond fan too. I'm just sa- saying, you know, there, there's, there's 
probably not enough water in the well yet. <laughs> That's why they change over James Bond, you know. Because he's a time, because he's a fucking time lord, and yeah, that's why the, that's why he's been around for fifty years, and yeah, I don't know the theory of that. But what about you, Wayne? Uh, sorry, Kendall, brain's not working. What about you, Kendall? What, <laughs> I thought you were doing a bit you're... for half a second. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this is just just my reaching for for comment. Yes. Titles. Thank, thank you. Your grammar. Yeah. <laughs> So, that wraps up the nerdy news for this week, uh, yes. which means it's now time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Alrighty, trailer park time. And this first trailer is a film that has been in the works for quite some time. Um, that I'm finally, finally very happy to see a trailer come out for it, and that is Chaos Walking, um, starring Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland and Mads Mikkelsen. Um, very good cast, if I do say so. Uh, based on a best-selling novel, kind of, you know, it's a, a dystopian sort of situation. Um, the IMDb, uh, IMDb description says it's a dystopian world where there are no women and all living creatures can hear each other's thoughts in a stream of images, words, and sounds called noise. Um, yeah, it such an interesting concept. Um, uh, I, really cool to see some fresh kind of, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, worlds being explored mm-hmm. on the big screen. Uh, so that's that's really really cool, and you know, always a sucker for a good uh, you know film adaptation of a of a novel, uh, that's for sure. Although I, I I don't know about you guys, but I was having trouble uh, hearing all of the the word like when the noise is happening mm. and their thoughts. So you're hearing their thoughts like I don't I could I couldn't make out a lot of the words yeah. because of the way they're using the sound to kind of indicate these are the thoughts, not actual. Yeah. Dialogue speech. I wonder if that was maybe like intentional. I'm in thinking terms of, maybe for an audience experience as to not, you know, to, to, to leave an element of surprise, maybe. Yeah. And yeah. maybe, maybe in the film, like when you're watching it, maybe it'll be a little clearer. Yeah. Um, surround sound. Yeah. Surround <laughs> sound. And maybe just like it'll be one of those, like, because, you know, when they have, you know, they bring this trope in where a character can hear. Yeah. other people's voices it's usually uh like their thoughts other you know you're hearing a lot of mumbling 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 talking talking and then sometimes one thing will jump out over yeah. another so maybe it's going to be something like that where they're like we only want you to hear specific things mm-hmm. that they're thinking um but i really like the concept of like the thoughts actually being something that can be heard outside and it's you don't have to be a telepath yeah. for it it just that's the way it is um so there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of fun I think you can have with mm-hmm. that. And I, I, I like that bit in the trailer where, like, you know, they're, they're hiding from this alien by the looks of it. And <laughs> and she's telling him to stop thinking or they're going to get caught. And then, you know, he, he's trying to stop thinking because, you know, the thoughts are, are sound. Like, it's, I just, I don't know, I just... I thought that was interesting. Like, you know, if, if they did a crossover with A Quiet Place, it would not end well for anyone. 
Um, but yeah, no, I'm 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 definitely looking forward to checking this out. You know, I'll watch anything Tom Holland does. He's so talented, so talented, and good to, good to see Daisy Ridley. Uh, you know, uh, post Star Wars, uh, being awesome, and you know, Maz Mikkelsen as well is phenomenal. Um, I just I th- I feel like there's a better film underneath this trailer. This trailer was very typical, cliched kind of Hollywood big budget trailer. For me, I don't think it did a very good job of selling the film, but uh, the source material of it um, and what it kind of looks like it's going to be has me more interested than what this trailer yeah uh, yeah did for me. So, but that's kind of how I I feel. I'm very curious. Hopefully, it's good. Fulia, what did you think of it? Uh, I was a little. I, I'm always confused when it comes to trailers, but <laughs> <laughs> this um this trailer was a little bit um sort of out of my sort of ballpark of mm. things that I would generally watch. Right. Uh, so, I mean, the talent is, you know, phenomenal. Mm. It's a great, great looking cast. Uh, the whole, the concept of being able to hear people's thoughts, um, it's not really new. No. It's not new. Um, you know, a la, you know, what women want. Yeah. <laughs> well, this seems to be at least a diff- slightly different. Sli- oh, well, different, different story, yeah. but yeah, still, you know, same someone, basic kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rather than one person hearing everyone's thoughts, it's everybody else can hear each other's thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is which is really which is really cool. Uh, but I'm I'm kind of just I'm kind of curious as to why um, why Daisy Ridley's character can hear them, but they can't hear her thoughts. Mm. Maybe it's because of the fact that there's no women and they've just sort of attuned to their lives to not have to hear female voices. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe it is just the fact that she's a woman. Yeah. That's the reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is, which is interesting. Uh, But in saying that, it's probably not a a film that I'm probably going to end up watching. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) How about yourself, Wayne? Yeah, I agree that I don't think this is a great trailer, but it does enough for me to make me want to explore the story further. Mm. I think the premise is interesting. Like you said, fully not original. Um, And yeah, like how you said as well, Kendall, it's not, it doesn't, uh, there's a better movie here, I think. Yeah. Um, Because the trailer actually did confuse me a little bit. I Mm. got bits of of it. I thought, okay, women are are foreign (laughs) to to this world. So, um, like, that's interesting because you go, well, where are all the women? Mm. Um, How long has this been the case? Um, If there aren't any women or hasn't been for a long time, how do men reproduce? Or, like, you know, so how how does this happen? Mm. So I think it sets up a lot of interesting um, uh, premises about this world. Um, so, and, uh, you know, it might not even explore them all that deeply, but even just the idea of, of everyone hearing what you're thinking and us seeing illustrated and, and, um, materialize, um, on screen there. I, I like that. I think that's, that's quite a, quite an interesting take on it. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm giving this one a go. I think, I think there's a better story here. Um, at least the trailer didn't tell us the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. So trailer, <laughs> you get points for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michael, did this one arouse your curiosity at all? Um, sort of. Um, it's something that uh, that I am familiar with because it 
for some reason it got uh, it it um reminded me of a um a twi- a twilight zone episode yeah where yeah so so it, it's the same old uh, what would happen if you could read other people's thoughts and um, what would you do with that sort of thing oh they parody yeah. this in the simpsons in a treehouse yeah. of horror where Bart can read everyone's mind. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that's where they got it from, from the Twilight Zone. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's all right because, you know, um, Simpsons do take uh, Twilight Zone episodes and turn them in, into Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. Um, uh, like, one of my favourites is um, the, uh, the, the Nightmare... Uh, two feet high. The, the te- like terror at nine and a half feet or whatever it is. Yeah, the one on the bus. Yeah. The one on the bus. Yeah. That yeah, takes yeah, from yeah. the aeroplane. Yeah, the airplane, yeah. Yeah, Ter- with John Lithgow, Ter- I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah Terror at 30,000 feet. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's such a good... Yeah. Yeah, so good. Yeah, a good parody as well. Um, yeah, so... And, yeah, that's sort of... What would you do with... Um, uh, if you could read other people's thoughts, same, same as um, uh, what a woman wants uh, or... And what a man wants that recently came out. So yeah. I wonder if that movie um, is as horrible as it looks. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not curious to find out. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. I mean, like watching the trailer for what what a woman wants is sort of just cringy for me. Even as a as as a young adolescent, is like this is boring. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> this is before I knew what uh, Mel Gibson really was. Um, but nothing about that. Um, yeah, it sort of piqued my interest. Is like, okay, it's sort of it's on a different planet, so may, maybe it's interesting. Interesting enough, it, it's it sparked my curiosity. Um, uh, if if it's the last thing that to watch in the cinema that I haven't seen, I'll probably give it a go. Um, but yeah, Tom Holland's always good. Mm. Yeah, not doing his original accent, which is 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 good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tom Holland's awesome. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. he, he definitely has a bright future, um, and he's yeah, he, he's not necessarily my Peter Parker, but he does a good job. What about you, Kendall? You think Tom Holland does a good job? Absolutely, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm very biased. Um, Chaos Walking. Uh, will be released in theatres in uh, the United States and the UK on the 22nd of January. So hopefully around the same time for Mm. us here. Not too far away, which is exciting. (sighs) Yeah, uh, sorry. I I had to, like, do a little scoff, and I'm not sure if it picked up on the mic when when Wayne said where all the women are. It just reminded me of Blazing Saddles. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yo, where are the white women at? (laughs) For some reason, you gotta watch. Go watch that movie. It's funny. I, yeah. It's been a long time. Have you all seen it? No, I've no. I, I've been meaning to. It's yeah. been a really long time since I've seen it. So okay, nice. Uh, I'll put it on the Fred watch list as well. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. More movies than time to to, oh, to review them. Always, always, always. Yeah, I'm gonna have to join you one of these days. Uh, yes. You, you will absolutely. You're always welcome. You've been on our show once, which is great. But we have to have yeah. it more often, Mike. Yes. Maybe I need to do a niche thing. Like I only, I only can do Australian films because apparently that's the only thing that I've done. <laughs> that is the only thing you've done. Yes. Well, you're more than welcome to uh, visit me at this shed. I can, <laughs> if I can escape Bendigo. Yes. All right. Our next trailer is for uh, 
Regina King's directorial debut that made history at the Venice Film Festival recently, and that is One Night in Miami. Um, a thousand times yes on this one for me. I, I can't wait to see this. It looks so good. And the fact that these four men were, you know, just not just friends, but just, you know, actually came together, you know, at such a, you know, pivotal point in American history and civil rights history and just, uh, I don't know. It just, it looks, it just looks so good. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a sucker for films based on true events and especially true people like, you know, icons like these. Like, yeah. And the fact that Leslie Odom Jr. from Hamilton is playing Sam Cooke, mm -hmm. like, hello. <laughs> I need that in my life right now. I cannot wait uh, to see him especially because um, I fell in love with him um, uh, from, you know, when he was in Hamilton. He's just incredibly talented. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't really say too much more about it except that I'm just super, super excited. It looks slick. The color palette's really nice. The cinematography is gorgeous. Um uh, who's playing uh, Eli Gorey, who's playing Cassius Clay, uh, a.k.a. Muhammad Ali, um, <laughs> just seemed to capture him superbly <laughs> uh, in this trailer. Um, so I'm really looking forward to his performance as well. Uh, it'll, yeah, it's just, it's just phenomenal. It's written by uh, Kemp Powers as well, who actually wrote uh, Soul, the Pixar film that's okay. coming out. Um, and he also worked on Star Trek Discovery, so interesting mix of things that he's been involved in. But um, this looks like a wonderful uh, story that's bring, being brought to life on the screen, uh, retold um, for, for us in yeah, such a really cool way. And so cool to see Regina King mm. uh, make a debut with a film such as this one. So um, I'm really hoping it's, it's as good as it looks. What did you think, Fulia? Um, yeah, it looked really interesting, um, for very prominent men of history, all in the same room. Um, I had no idea that this would have been a thing. Uh, so yeah, it was really cool to see that. Um, I don't really know too much about these people. Like I've, I know of them, but I don't know their, their history that much. Um, I think out of the four... Uh, Muhammad Ali is the one that resonates with me because he's the one that's been he's always mentioned a lot mm. and especially his his main quotes that he gives um, uh, during or after his boxing matches. Um, so yeah, I I don't I've, I don't really have much I can really say about this particular trailer. So I'm going to pass it over to you, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I like this time in history in american history especially just fascinates me so mm. i love um it, from a historical point of view everything about this era and i think this movie looks absolutely gorgeous i'm in love with it mm -hmm. um uh, yeah i wasn't aware that this you know story was a thing um so despite knowing all of the 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 key players here so i'm really interested in this this trailer does everything that a good trailer um, is supposed to do it sells a story without telling you everything mm. it showcases its tone really well um the color palette like you've said kendall is absolutely gorgeous because it's just um evocative of the time mm. um, i can't fault this trailer whatsoever i'm super excited to watch it um you know, I, I don't really think there's anything more I can say about it because I think the trailer does such a good job at selling the movie. Yeah. 
I love, 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 love this one. Really do. How about you, Mike? Yeah, I really, really like this film. It's definitely going to be um, one of those ones I'm waiting out for. Mm. Uh, having a quick, uh, having a quick uh, read up on it, um, it's actually based on a, um, a stage play. So, oh, cool. Yeah, so not necessarily these people have actually met, mm. but they but they were around at the time yeah. and they sort of had similar sort of um, ideas and especially uh, especially of its time, like uh, before civil rights, basically. So. Um, and basically, these strong, uh, strong, powerful, powerful black men in in the nineteen fifties in America. It's definitely a time of uh, uh, definitely a t- time where we need to learn more about the actual uh, goings on and ha- how we're how we're dealing with pe- people na- now mm-hmm. and how we need to rectify or even acknowledge this sort of history that we have including in including in Australian history including in American history as well that um, you, you can be rich and famous all, all you want but you still come from a from a situation that's definitely uh, a situation that's that definitely is deep in like problematic shit mm. uh, and I don't want to get into political but it's definitely it definitely scratches that sort of itch that I, I've been having I've been having, um, like, especially this year after watching, especially after watch. Well, last year watching uh, Watchmen, watching um, uh, Lovecraft Country as well. As well, uh, it's definitely a t- time for people to actually, you know, get to get to know your, your real history mm. of what's been happening, and not just the the cookie cutter. Um, way of looking at life. I mean, sure, life is great now, but you know it wasn't back then. And yeah, so yeah, I'll be definitely, definitely be watching this film. Um, I haven't got, uh, I've got Amazon Prime, and I need to use it. So it's definitely going to be one, one of those ones to watch. So when are we going to watch it, Kendall? Yes, well, we will be watching it on Amazon Prime uh, on the fifteenth of January. Yes. Not, not too long for that one, which is just in time for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the same day as WandaVision, so <laughs> confliction of interest for me. But I'm sure well, I will find time. Well, one's a movie and one's a series, so yes. you get to watch the first episode and then and then watch the and then you watch the movie. Yes, because no doubt they got they they are going to be releasing them a week. Yes, each week. Yes, WandaVision. Yes, very true. Very true. Yes. So you can't binge watch it in one no, day. No, as much as I want to. <laughs> nah, savour it. Otherwise, it's just going to be a flash in the pan like everything else. No. And then, and then when you get to the last episode, it's like, and you're brain dead, and you're, and you're not really thinking. And that's the problem with um, binge. Yeah, I guess. The concept of binge watching and also the app. everything, <laughs> everything <laughs> melts together. Mm. Yes. All right. So last trailer for this week is uh, for a film that I didn't even know was happening, uh, but I'm I'm actually pretty okay with the fact that it exists, and that is Tom and Jerry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a fully as enthusiastic applause. <laughs> Love that. Um, yes, live action uh, with 2D animation uh, thrown in. Um, 
because it would be criminal to see <laughs> Tom and Jerry other than 2D. Yep. Um, so I really, I really like it's making me think of Who Framed Roger Rabbit a little yeah. bit in the style of animation. So that's a cool throwback. Um, I I remember watching Tom and Jerry quite often as a kid. Uh-huh. I think we all did. Yep. Um, my brother especially yep. loved it to the point where he would watch it ad nauseum, yeah. and I would be like, okay. <laughs> I want to watch Daria now. Let's, let's do something else. <laughs> um, but no, it's you know it's a staple for a reason, and you can see that in this trailer. You know, as soon as, as soon as the the <laughs> that wonderful moment where where um, you know I forget which 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 is Tom's the cat. Tom's the cat. Thank you. Where yeah. Tom steps in front of the bus, uh, <laughs> and Jerry leads him to step in front of. <laughs> The bus. Oh, I'm like, oh, good. We're, we're in familiar territory. This is nice. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks really good, uh, really impressive. Like the the way the the animation kind of uh, you know fits in rather seamlessly with the live action world. Um, great to see Chloe Grace Moretz and Michael Pena in this one. Two of my favorites. Uh, yeah, uh, especially Chloe Grace popping up as this. You know, she's playing that um like the Tim Curry from. Home Alone 2 kind of role, you know, yeah. the, the hotel worker that must must stop the troublemaker at all costs. Uh, and I love the fact that that's the, that's the story of this. Uh, we, we, you know, Tom, Tom's been hired to catch Jerry uh, at this hotel. Um, it's, yeah, or restaurant. Um, it's, yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a cool con- concept. Um, I mean, the trailer does pretty much show you most of the film. Uh, and generally, you know, it's a critique, but I, I feel like you can get away with that a little bit because it's a family film. Mm. Um, and I think I've said this before, but like, you know, parents need to see probably a little bit more what's going on in a kid's film or a family film. Yeah. So they know what to expect going in, whether or not they can uh, take their kids to see it. Uh, so that's that I can kind of forgive that, but um, they did, yeah, they did show quite a lot, I think, especially a lot of the a lot of the good gags. Like I would have, I'm like that Batman gag at the end was awesome, <laughs> but I would have loved to have seen that in the cinema. Yeah. I yeah. think I feel I feel like that's where the too much became became a problem for me is that there were a lot of a lot of the gags I felt were put in this trailer. So hopefully there's a lot more um, fun and funny moments to come. In this, because I'm genuinely interested in, in seeing it, I think it's going to be a good time, a nice distraction from reality for a couple of hours, ninety minutes, if you will. Um, yeah, yeah, nice to relive uh, another part of childhood. <laughs> yes, I definitely agree. Yes, I yes, I am yes. super looking forward. To yes, this. did you like the trailer for you? Well, I I think out of the three of us, I was the one that laughed the most. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> i love my my cartoons and my you know animations and seeing the you know the 2d animation in the real in the real world and it just made me smile to no end i yeah i absolutely love tom and jerry like you i grew up with it as well mm-hmm. love the gags uh, it just oh my goodness it's it's always jerry that wins <laughs> that <laughs> little mouse he'll get away with everything he'll get away with murder if he could Um, (laughs) and he probably has wow (laughs) Um, but I kind of feel sorry for Tom because he's trying so hard (laughs) every time he's trying so hard it's 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 like going. It's like the whole Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner thing. 
It's the um, oh, I forgot their name from The Simpsons. Um, itchy and scratchy. Itchy and scratchy. Yeah. yeah. It's it just it's the best sort of you know literally the cat chasing the mouse sort of skits that you get, and to be able to pop pop Tom and Jerry into live action but keeping them cartoon. Yes, I am all for it. I am so for it. And oh my goodness, uh, I, I love the I love the little cameo of um, Ken Ken Jong uh, as the chef in yeah, the hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, be having their little mouse pro- mousey problem. Uh, they need to make sure that there's no mouse anymore. Um, uh, I hope that uh, Tom and Jerry at the end finally resolve their issues or at least come together and become friends and no longer have a fight about things and chasing each other but we know that's not going to happen <laughs> so, <laughs> but i am yes i'm definitely looking forward to tom and jerry how about you Wayne? look i'll have to say when i saw the thumbnail on this and i saw that it was 2d animation on a live action backdrop i was incredibly cynical about this one i just thought yeah no like you know <laughs> Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you just do it all animated that way or yeah. or go or go 3D? And then when the movie started or the trailer started and, you know, it looks like, oh, they're mates. I had this sudden flashback to the 1992 Tom and Jerry movie, um, which has them working together as best buddies and speaking uh, to one another. Mm. Um, and I wanted to break out in cold sweats um <laughs> but as the trailer progressed and yes it does begin with that bus gag and jerry has that that look on his face mm-hmm. uh, i've gone no i'm on board with this and i did i was thinking of who framed roger rabbit and i just thought no i accept that and i accepted it only when i saw that every animal is animated the same way yeah so unlike cool. for example garfield we have a consistency here. Yeah. So that means in this world, animals are 2D animation. Yeah. It's just accepted. Yeah. It's not Smart. like you just have t- Tom and Jerry that way and all the other animals yeah. are real life animals mm-hmm. or, you know, 3D. Mm. Uh, so there's been a lot of clever thought about how this world is going to Definitely. be presented mm. and how it all fits together. Mm-hmm. I also had flashes of Home Alone too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I just, I like the premise. I like that Jerry's moved into this hotel and that Tom is there at the hotel's request Mm. because it's the old-fashioned, we'll get a cat to catch the mouse. A a lot of farmers do this. Mm. They don't set up traps for their mice and rodents. They just get a lot of cats to roam freely and there goes their rodent problem. Mm. So there's a lot of things that are familiar, that are believable, that work in this Mm -hmm. heightened world. And I like that, you know, we've got interaction with the humans and, and, and the animals too. You know, the way that, that Jerry just gives, gives her the, the, his little, you know, greeting card or whatever it yeah, is. It's, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So they're behaving the way they should behave. And I think they're interacting in a way. So, yes, I'll be the first to admit, incredibly cynical. And my mind was completely changed. Wow. So I hope that this movie is as good as it looks. Mm-hmm. It looks really funny. It looks 
charming. I was taken back to my childhood. Yeah. Uh, you know, even <laughs> though it, it wasn't this type of mixed medium, but it didn't matter. They they were they look how they're supposed to look. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, same slapstick humor that they've always had. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so the fact that they were going through this movie and they didn't talk, I was relieved. Yeah. Um, because having Tom <laughs> and Jerry speak is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I absolutely loved as a kid, and maybe it's, I'm just um, a, a sadist, uh, was I would love hearing um, Tom call out in pain because the voices, the sound effects are just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, you know, and in this world you can't kill a tune, which is great. Mm. So I, I'm all for this. I, I think it looks adorable. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I'm going to avoid any other trailers because mm. you're right, I don't want to see more of these gags getting mm. spoiled. Uh, because that's the joy of, of a Tom and Jerry story. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael, your thoughts? Well, I'm I'm sort of was sort of in the same same boat as you, Wayne. Mm. I, I was a bit skeptical at first. It's like it's like okay, Tom and Jerry. It's going to be like a full movie, but but I was I, I'm always skeptical when they're trying trying to get like a cartoon into the real world. Mm. It's like I honestly hope they. They're not sucked out of the TV yeah. into this world. I mean, they're going to do that with Space Jam, but, you know, there's there's preset. For yeah. So, so maybe they're in the same universe. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, Warner Brothers and shit. Um, but, yeah, I I am a big fan all the way back. When I was a kid, I used to have a video. Uh, my, sister's, my sister has it, but I'm not sure if <laughs> my sister would actually show it to her kids. So... <laughs> But but because it was full on mm. like cartoon violence, it's like yeah. not necessarily like blood and guts, but I, but having, um, uh, having Tom's tail pressed into a waffle iron and <laughs> taken out, and it's actually cooked, it's like that is a burnt cat's tail mm. in real life, and you can't really do that nowadays. But but it's. Really cool because then I had the thought, it's like, well, if you're going to put this in the real world, surely you would try to make it make Tom and Jerry look more realistic. But then I sort of caught myself, it's like, no, because if you have like, <laughs> no, if you have a realistic cat doing this sort of shit, you would actually be more shocked <laughs> and and absolutely like shocked and horror. Mm. And you can't really take that to a kid. You can't really show that to a kid. It's like this this beautiful little kitten that's getting absolutely mauled by a dog. <laughs> you can't do that shit. So I'm actually quite happy they actually made it more cartoon- cartoony and you can actually get away with more like elaborate sort of skits and that. Um, probably, and um, it's good that they don't speak because Tom and Jerry do not speak mm-hmm. at all. Fuck you, whoever <laughs> decided to give him a voice. Yeah. But, but probably my biggest... I, I'm not... I'm, I wouldn't say pet peeve, but gripe or anything like that. But but same, Wayne, give Tom his screen. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they did, they did that in the Peanuts movie where they actually got the old recordings of Snoopy and, um, and, and the bird. What's his name? Woodstock. Yeah. Uh, uh, Woodstock, uh, they actually got the old recordings of, of the old uh, Peanuts cartoon and actually put it in that uh, the Peanuts movie that came out like three years mm. ago or something like that. And why don't they do it like that? And I've actually got a, a little example, if you if, if you like to hear. 
That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. And he's also getting flattened by, by a, a thing. As you do. <laughs> so please, can, at least one scream like yeah. that. Yeah. And then, and then all the and all the tri- and all the diehard fans would go, "Yeah." <laughs> Poor Tom. He's in pain, and we're cheering. <laughs> Poor Tom. Yeah. But you know, it, it's it's kind of difficult because Jerry is such a dick. Mm-hmm. If you if you remember watching those cartoons, he is such a dick. <laughs> and he's even a dick in this. I love it. It's like <laughs> give it give us a hug. No bust. <laughs> and, and he gives that smug look. It's like you're gonna get it, you little fuck. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I I'm definitely enjoying this and. Um, Hopefully it's in the same universe as Space Jam. I hope they do a coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of it. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be cool? No. Yeah. Well, they're sort of te- testing it, really, having cartoons in the real mm. world. So, uh, so Kendall? Yes? When are we going to watch Tom and Jerry <laughs> in the world, real world? I'm getting sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Kendall, over to you, Bronto. Right yes. Now. What is okay. it? Say you say your piece. Yes, I'm... Do it now. Okay. Right, right here. Now. Right, right now. Right now. Right here. Right now. <laughs> All right, Fat Boy Slim. Um, <laughs> Tom and How Jerry. Tom and Jerry is coming out <laughs> in cinemas uh, in the US and the UK on the 5th of March next year. Uh, no release date for us down under, but probably around the same time as usually does happen. So, yeah. can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be very good. <laughs> with that, I suppose. <laughs> yes, with that lovely scream way. <laughs> um, it's time for... The the portion, the segment, the section, the uh, Star Wars related thing that we're going to do, which is... Popcorn culture! (laughs) Oh, look! Star talker! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, (laughs) So... No. No, Emperor. 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 Yeah, sorry, sorry, gotta get the words right. <laughs> uh, yes, it's that time, people. Uh, it's uh, time to recap, review, and discuss the latest episode of The Mandalorian. This week we're going to be talking about episode four, uh, which is chapter 12 The Siege. Um, uh, which sees Din and the child return to Navarro for the first time this season. Uh, we get to catch up with Grief Karga and Cara Dune. Uh, Cara Dune has taken over as uh, the marshal uh, of, of, of Navarro, and she seems to be doing quite a good job, and so is Grief Karga, more on the straight and narrow in terms of his business uh, and uh, legal duties now, which is, which is great. Um, Din goes there because, you know, the, the Razor Crest is really not <laughs> really not doing well, even after the, the, the quick little patch job on Trask last week in episode three. Uh, 
Um, so he stopped in for repairs and to see them. And then they're like, so since you're here, um, <laughs> we get a hand with the thing. Um, and we also get to see the return of uh, Mithril from uh, the very first episode. Mm. Uh, the first bounty we saw um, Din bring in. Yep. Um, so that was a wonderful throwback. Yes, and then uh, they they ask him uh, ask Din for for a favor. Um, <laughs> there's a, a pesky little imperial uh, base on Navarro uh, that they need to take out, so uh, they can actually have a shot at uh, making a name for themselves amongst the outer rim planets and uh, bring some prosperity and 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 wealth and trade to to the planet. Um, and then yeah, thing things are. Uh, Things go okay, but but we get some interesting interesting plot developments and some super goddamn cute baby Yoda yes. moments in this episode. Shut up! <laughs> like just shut the f up! My gosh, the child as a would be electrician. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Din's just like at the other end of this small little pipeway, and he's telling. The child's like, now grab the blue How cute wire. was Din talking to him, Marks? I know, it was so It was good. so adorable. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't patronizing him at all. And he was just literally just being like, now oh, take the blue. My and And hold the red. Keep them away from each other. Oh, it was... <laughs> And did, did anyone else... I don't know about you guys, but for me, straight away, I was thinking of uh, Rocket talking to Baby Groot in Guardians yes! Volume 2. <laughs> when... Now don't... Press the when, button. Yeah, yeah, when Rocket needs Baby Groot to, uh, you know, arm the bomb. Yeah, it's, it's cute. <laughs> yeah, so it was a nice, nice parallel. Uh, way to go, Disney. <laughs> My. <laughs> As if we weren't making comparisons between <laughs> the child and Baby Groot. Now, it now was we have, so, yeah. like, it, it was, was a just, great moment, wasn't oh it? my goodness. Yeah. Like, the episode just could have ended there. I would have been <laughs> yeah, happy. Yeah, that was, that was a cold <laughs> It was all I yeah. needed. It yeah. was like, like, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And that little, like, I, like, you know, he was okay, but still you were so scared for him when, <laughs> when he accidentally electrocuted himself and you see him. Like vibrate for a second and yeah. there's like smoke and then he makes his <laughs> cough sound. Oh. You know what the Gosh. thing about it is though? It's like as soon as they set that up, you know he's connecting the wires. Oh yeah. You oh, know yeah. straight off the bat. Yeah. But it does not make it any less effective. No. Like it's just <laughs> just everything is brilliant and right about that whole scene. I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Honey no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just no. Yeah. Baby boy, no. <laughs> just no. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, yes. Well, while we're talking about uh, the child, uh, I feel like we should comment on his little uh, adventure I- in school. Oh. Yeah. At his, at his little desk. Um, that that was amazing, and you know he was I, fixated on these little blue biscuits that another student man. was eating next like to macaroons. him. They were yeah. like macaroons. Yeah. They're just macaroons without the filling. I bet they were like blue milk macaroons. Yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be a Star Wars related food. Like you knew as soon as the boy was like, "No, I'm not giving you," and you're like, "Yep." <laughs> say, like, good, I'm getting say, say goodbye to your bickies, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm then like, all of a sudden he's just jumping away on one. I, I literally I literally called it. I'm, I was sitting there watching it and I'm like, he's going to use the force. Oh, yeah. To get him. To get the, the, yeah. the biscuits. And then, yeah. 
But he didn't fall asleep, though. No. No. After doing it. So he's growing. That's a good point to make. Yeah, he didn't conk out afterwards. No. Well, I guess, I mean, his hunger was sort of getting the better of him and it was a light object. But yeah, no, he's growing more confident. You're right. Um, I just, I found it adorable. Um, And the fact that, you know, he had eaten so much that being, um, you know, shook around (laughs) made him spit up a little was adorable. (laughs) That, I love Ah. love that. Like, that was another little baby group connection to him, him, um, vomiting uh, <laughs> in Guardians Volume 2 again um, but I <laughs> and it's so based in reality I, yeah. I it knew is. that was yeah. going to happen yeah. I really loved though just uh, apart from the, the cutes and spit up <laughs> just the moments where he's he's in the razor crest and he's like Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he's got his arms in the air. And he's, oh, <laughs> he's loving it. Quality yeah. content. I, you know what I love about these moments is that they do um, emphasize and strengthen the relationship between mm. the child and Din. Mm-hmm. For example, you know the way that he speaks to the child is so, like I think as they go as they go on, it's a lot more nurturing. Yeah, and, and loving definitely um, and just even that moment that after the child does spit up that he uses his cape to wipe his oh, mouth I know yeah. and he's like multitasking like a parent yeah. like he's having a conversation and he's just in the background he's just like wiping it down like. yeah but even <laughs> that he like cuts his conversation off short yeah because yeah. he wants to attend to the child yeah, yeah. now yeah. let's be honest a bit of spit up it's no big deal. Like, it can wait, it's right? Fine. You know, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Uh, you know, it can wait a few minutes. But mm. dinner tends to it straight away yeah. to keep him clean, mm. healthy, and safe. And I just... I Like, little moments like that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the developing relationship. And you know that is a setup for something that is going to absolutely destroy us by the end of the oh, narrative God. arc, right? Oh, God. That's no. just the way it works. I know. <laughs> um, but it's good storytelling. Very good storytelling. Yeah. You are yes. correct. Michael. But to say, say that you need to not worry about spit-ups, I disagree with that because when you're in a new car, <laughs> it's all it, it's all it's all new, it's all refurbished. Yeah. You don't want baby <gasps> Oh, spit no, of course. Anywhere any, anywhere on those new new leather new leather care chairs, yeah you know? yeah well I mean speaking as a parent I need to keep a car clean <laughs> and it's pretty hard when someone in the back is just chomping down on something that that can easily be you know stained yeah you know. It, it's just difficult yes, to clean yes <laughs> they do it a little much <laughs> <laughs> well I mean definitely you know um, that craft is Brand new, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not, again. Well, it, it's not held together by rope this time. No. So, yeah, it's doing all right. It's doing, it's doing pretty well. <laughs> Fishing line, yeah. <laughs> yes. Except, you know, now, not, not to jump to the, the end of the episode, but, you know, uh, there's, a, there's a little uh, <laughs> tracking beacon that has been placed on the Razor Crest. Yes. Now, which yeah. I think was probably... I mean, look, I know it's Star Wars and I know it's Disney and sometimes they like to do things slightly heavy handed. But like the fact that you see one of the mechanics like, you know, turn to look at Din and Kara and Grief as they walk away. And I'm like, you know, he's up to no good straight away. So I was it was not really a big twist to see that reveal Mm. at the end. I mean, it kind of just, I guess, mean will mean a lot more going forward that, you know, clearly, as we know now, um, that you know, the, the Moff Gideon is still very interested in in the child, mm. 
Um, so yeah, so it's going to be very harrowing going forward. And now we know why. And how cool was that to finally get some, you know, after last week getting Mm. reference to Moff Gideon, uh, you know, an appearance of him and then the mention of the dark saber. Now we're back to the season one story arc as to why they wanted the child in the first place. Um, and what they're doing. Um, it, yeah, it looks like there's a, a a clone Mm. army maybe happening. Uh, Although, like, th- those failed creatures in those, like, you know, to, I don't want to say... Specimen jars. Spe- yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, you know, people online are speculating if this is a precursor to Snoke in the sequel trilogy. Okay. Um, I hope it's not that, because I, I feel like... I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I don't think fans will re- react very... Yes, yeah. react very well to that, uh, if that's what it is. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, he's got some dark troopers happening, as we saw in that reveal at the end before he did his evil grin to camera twirl his moustache. Because <laughs> yeah. we love Moff Gideon. Oh, almost maniacal laugh. So close. Yeah. He was like, if the camera had held on him for like another like five seconds, he would have burst into laughter, <laughs> I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and lightning, lightning. Yes, yes. Force lightning. Um, and then we got. We also had the return of um, Doctor Pershing from from the first season. Um, and yeah, one little Easter egg that uh, I don't know if we've talk, ever talked about on the show before. Um, and those two those two guys that were like shooting the the control boards mm-hmm. and stuff. So they all had uh, Camino insignias on their uniforms, okay. which is from. Episode two, Attack of the Clones, when you know uh, Obi Wan goes to Kamino to find out this, you know, what what are the, you know, why why has someone on the Jedi Council been giving all this money to fund this operation, and then he finds out it's clones. So basically, it's like a little Easter egg to that. Nice. Um, so that's how we're getting these clones, and and they're trying they're trying to you know recreate um, Baby Yoda's you know force sensitiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the subtle you know not obvious usage of the phrase m count <laughs> instead of using midichlorians uh, contentious they're, they're saying yeah it's very contentious amongst fans they've just said m count and i thought that was i thought it was nice i really i appreciated that um it's hard it, it's kind of hard doing law without doing law yeah yeah because of all the um, baggage that comes with it, it's like, yeah, you know, it's it's there. I well, mean, no, that's true. Whether you like it or not, it's it's a part of it's mm. a part of it all. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, but 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 essentially, um, uh, it sort of feels like uh, the Mandalorian is sort of doing that um, connective tissue be- between um, the original trilogy. To the uh, future, yeah, to the sequel trilogy, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the sequel trilogy, the way that um, the Clone Wars, the t- TV show, was sort of um, tra- trying to make sense of the the prequel trilogy to the rest of the mm-hmm. canon. So, so I, I reckon if they, if it, if it, for some reason it, they go down to maybe it's Snoke, maybe it's. Um, uh, trying to get the emperor back, I I wouldn't mind that. Just they they just need some time to sort of explain that. Yeah, uh, explain that sort of delve into that sort of in that way. Where I know people that me especially uh, I wasn't that crash hot with the um the final result, but <laughs> you know if, if they do 
if they do something like that where they sort of deal with uh, they sort of deal with the the um, the law as it were, um, but do it like not not to shy away from it or anything like that, or even retcon anything like that. Just you know, just delve into it and say, well, this would explain this yeah. uh, if it's this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And that that's why I was a bit funny funny about having Ahsoka in it as well. Like she's probably too close to have um, canon like characters in this and I, and I was kind of happy that uh, this sort of series is sort of like a story that's on the on the side of it yeah of the of the um, movies but I'm actually kind of happy that they're sort of dipping their toe into the uh, uh, movie um, storylines uh, and being its own thing mm. so I can't I can't this is the reason why I like Mando. Ma- Mando. I just love Mando. <laughs> and I love him. He's sort of coming out of his shell by, by, by drinking the soup. Oh, that was yeah. cool. Yeah. Can- Got to see some chin Holding action. his can up, you know. <laughs> yeah. Some Pedro Pascal chin. Very nice. I'll see you. Yeah. <laughs> and how Baby Yoda was baby- looking up trying to be like... <laughs> is, that, is that a real yeah. face? Because... I noticed the other people had faces. Do, Do you? you have <laughs> I haven't seen your face. <laughs> um, it was also cool how this episode, I think, kind of subverted the expectations of like it being a, a sort of a bottle episode, and yeah, like a monster of the week, if you will, mm-hmm. episode, and just being that twist of like, oh no, actually, this is all about the plot yeah. of the whole show. Yeah, because uh, yeah. that's what I was worried about going into it. I'm like, well, why are we? Okay, we're here, we're seeing them, and it's great, and like. Oh, we're going to do another thing. And I'm like, oh, I want story. Yeah. Let's do some story. And then they did. And I was very happy. <laughs> yeah. And I think maybe this is all like the previous little, you know, setups and monsters yeah. of the week. I think they're all, they're all paying off because yeah, you're getting, very true. you know, the, the different characters coming back and so forth. So uh, I don't know, like this one was quite action packed though. I have to say. It was. Um, it, yeah. was quite, it was quite entertaining. I think it, it delivered on the story, but it also delivered on the visuals. Definitely. Um, it had those gorgeous touches of humor it was really exciting um it got a, it has a really nice balance i think from from mandalorian episode i think yeah. it it gets the balance of a lot of elements quite right so absolutely yeah, it was an enjoyable one mm, yeah mm. maybe maybe slightly too short i was a little yeah. di- i was a little disappointed that it was another you know it was like 40 was it, it, was like, it was like 35 yeah. oh okay listen yeah. okay i mean it went like that yeah yes. but um but you know i mean I, it was. It, it's interesting the fact that they started the season with an hour-length episode, yeah. and then every week the episodes have gotten shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, and to the point, they're telling this story, they're doing yeah. it the way, and it doesn't affect well, negatively yeah. really too. Well, much, I mean, I uh, it's better than having any padding, for example. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think you should always want to be left wanting more. Yeah, yeah very I true. Think. Less so, is yeah. more. Yeah, kind yeah. Of yeah. Thing. but yeah. yeah, but I feel you. It's such a good like. There's such good you stories. Ju- you just want more. Yeah, from the world. absolutely. Yeah. Like it, you know, your credits start to roll, and you go, "Oh, that's it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, this is true. Yeah, like what's re- really great about this show is like even if they're doing like a filler episode like um, th- this one, it's it actually ties like very mm. neatly into the ma- main story of it, and. Um, they make filler episodes interesting, yeah. mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Um, I, su- I suppose the previous one is probably the second one, but but I w- but it was more exciting because they're dealing with like the like this week's creature. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, my my theory they didn't have well they sort of had a 
a monster. They had a little, uh, they had a little fire breathing. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> and just lava. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just lava yeah. in general. Yeah. Yeah, I I suppose you know the empire, the the Romanian, the the Romain empire, the fragments of the empire is sort of this week's, uh, this week's uh, um, yeah. monster. Mm. Um. Well, coming back to the school moment for a bit, did you guys realize it was the old cantina where they had the shootout? Yeah. Like at the end of last season. Yeah, I didn't. I think that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, something I didn't notice watching it the first time, um, but uh, when I was reading up on the episode afterwards, um, completely missed it. There is a statue of IG Eleven outside of the school. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I saw that too. Isn't that when they're nice? walking. When they're walking into the school, school, it's sort of in the background. Yeah. So, ah, I see what you're doing. Yeah, cute. Yeah, it's that like, was really cool. Because he, they just need a queer Because he helped liberate the show. Fine. Yes, then we're yeah. good. We yeah. got the pair, but yeah. <laughs> but. Oh, he's on the ground. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Rude. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. It's been a... ah, whatever. I've it's spoken. Been... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was so good to see. Grief Karga and Kara June mm. again. Though. Yeah. Um, and to see how they've mm. they've changed and evolved. Especially Grief. He's yeah. not he was much more of an anti hero in the first season, like, you know, problematic uh, kind of character, you know, yeah. obviously, you know, being the head of the Bounty Hunter Guild, which yeah. has since seems to have dissolved or, you know, at least moved away from Navarro. Um, so that was really nice to see him on a more straight and narrow path path and yeah. And that I really enjoyed that sweet moment um, where the the X wing uh, captain is talking to to Kara about Alderaan. Yeah. And yeah. 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 And asking her, you know, and that, how did you know? Did you lose? How many did you lose? And she said, "I lost everyone." Like, yeah, yeah my heart broke for her. Yeah, it definitely put into uh, perspective of what the um, Empire did, like pretty much war crimes. Mm. And people don't really. And people in like, quote unquote, main uh, main cities or main main um, planets uh, don't get wind of that, and they sort of they, they they're not sure if it was real or not. Like the like the empire, so the empire did the empire do this sort of thing or didn't they do this thing? And I kind of like that sort of uh, political world building as as well into this, mm. and it sort of gives more of an impact of um, what happens in. Force Awakens when Starkiller Base completely destroys, like uh, uh, main, um, uh, like the main hubs like Coruscant, yeah, and, and how that was like sure it's like one upping uh, what happens to Alderaan in in the in the New mm. Hope. There's like oh instead of one one planet they're going to destroy five, <laughs> but. With an even bigger star destroyer. No, well, sorry, Death star. sorry, Duff. Death Star. Yeah, whatever. It's okay. <laughs> they're all they're all killer stuff. I star. get you. But but you know it's sort of uh, doing that is yeah yeah I think I think um, and considering this week I, I don't want to go into it but considering uh, the hot topic of war crimes is now is now in the news <laughs> it's a you know it's sort of you know topical we. Yeah, it's topical, yeah. and um, we got to have a good think about what is Australian concept. Uh, you know, Australia. What what the rest of the world thinks mm. of us. You know, uh, and do we? Uh, yeah, 
and uh, and it's amazing how Star Wars sort of beat beat us to the punch. Well, I mean, we don't we always turn to our, our genre, and television Absolutely. and film for that kind of you know commentary yeah. and we well, are right and and yeah. Star Wars, which is um, you know uh, a pop reflective of the genre that it is, mm. is always political. Always, yeah, always. And always, and always about yeah. war mm, mm-hmm. and stars. Yeah, so, <laughs> this is true. Very appropriate. This is true. All Ironically. of the stars. All of the, all yeah. of the stars. Yeah. Literally all of them, and all of the wars too. All the wars. Why yeah. not? Yeah. <laughs> when the movies is all about the wars, and you got the television television shows as all about the yeah. people. <laughs> oh, the the people are trying to get by, even if they have to like do do um bounty bounty hunting. And then they have to change their and and well they don't have to change their ways because they don't have to do it because they don't have to get by because now they've liberated a town <laughs> and they and one of the big missions is to get rid of the empire on this on this freighter that's connected to the wall of a of a of a of a lava pit so yeah which it was it was which great. was good in that it gave us a, a, like a, a kind of our generation's trench run. With the, the the cruiser getting away, and yeah. then you've got the the uh, stormtroopers on the speeder bikes mm. failing miserably. I mean, did you those so two bad. those two that got out the f- and then they collided and they hit like the when rocks that was, happened? Did you all just go? Can't you do anything right? Yeah, literally. I just, it made me just feel think like you know this show uh, gives zero fucks about stormtroopers and has yeah. no problem showing how bad they are <laughs> and, and, jokes, and My, I love it. Um, but I really mind you, yeah, I would. Yeah, sorry, mind you, I would have thought the opposite if they completely cleared it. It's like, come on, one of them's got a Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking vertical yeah. cliff face. Yeah, no, it was going it was down good. it, and, and all of them survived? Yeah. No, it was it was really good. <laughs> but I my favourite part of that, that chase was when the TIE Fighters got in on the action. Yeah. I love these TIE Fighters that can fold their wings. Yeah. They look so good. And when they were, yeah, I was, as soon as they started chasing them, I'm like, Oh, they're f- they're fucked. I mean, like stormtroopers on speeders is one thing, but tie fighters against that little yeah. I was I was a little concerned, but obviously you know they're going to be fine. And when your main gun is down, yeah, yeah, and the main gun was gone. Like, what the hell are they supposed to do? Although that brings me to probably my <laughs> biggest flaw in terms of the story of this one is the fact that um, Din had time to jetpack out of there, go back, get Baby Yoda from the school. Come back to the Razor Crest and then get there at the exact right moment to take care of the TIE Fighters. Yeah. Like, it was all a bit too convenient for yeah. me. I and happened quite yours. quickly. It's so quickly. Well. Yeah, like, yeah. I was actually surprised when I saw him. Um, and mm. he was like, oh, you've got the child and it's okay. And, I don't know, it just felt, it felt quick. Yeah, because, like, I could have, I, I, I could have, like, accepted just Din and not, not yes. Baby Yoda. Yeah. Like, go so. get, why, why have you gotten Baby Yoda now? Like, I feel like they've just gone you know you know you're talking before about padding the yeah. story i feel like this is the moment where they could have stretched it out yes a little bit yeah. you know um it, it was a bit clunky in terms of the just suspension <laughs> of disbelief a little bit michael <laughs> go you have a thing to say it it's a reference it's a reference to a new hope at the end oh yeah no no yeah that makes sense yeah han solo coming in like literally yeah, <laughs> let's blow this thing and go home. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you've referenced it without the child, it. and then gone back to pick him up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, 
quite possibly. Yeah, he was, he was Chewbacca or Nabna. Yeah, spinning <laughs> up the river at the end yeah. of um... <laughs> No, that's good. That's Ian good. Nab. I mean, if you're gonna have, if you're gonna recreate a trench run in 2020, do it all. Mate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go home. Yeah, no, it's good. Is yeah, it, it still looks yeah. really good though. I was, I was yeah. happy with it overall. Yeah. Yeah, Kendall. So I see, I see your plot hole, <laughs> and I raise you, I raise you a, a reference. That's, no, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm more than happy to be uh, <laughs> told that I'm wrong over Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. Good episode. Um, we're halfway through the season now, guys. Which is just yeah, wow. <sighs> we only four it's more. It's going to go. so good. It's going to end right yeah. before Christmas. So um, yeah, not not looking forward to it being over for another for another year because who knows when mm-hmm. they'll be able to go back to film. Uh, hopefully soon. Um, any other things you guys want to touch on before we wrap up? No, I'm good. We're all good. Yeah, Mike. Uh, um. We can go over theories, maybe. Where, where's the theories going? Um, definitely going to be Sokatana next year. Uh, <laughs> next episode. Next episode. Um, yes. And and because of the and because Moff Gideon knows knows where they're going, I'm hoping for a lightsaber. Oh <laughs> my god! And you know, well, because next week is being written and directed by Dave Filoni, who created yes. Ahsoka. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a good one next yes. week. <laughs> yeah, it's like Paul Dini doing an episode of Batman that's got Harley. Yeah, Queen. literally, <laughs> literally is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good it's point easy. to bring up, Mike. Yes. Yes, yeah, so, um, it's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be good. And ho- and hopefully nothing's going to bump bump it from my uh, from my schedule. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm right there. <laughs> All right, that might wrap it up for our discussion on mm-hmm. episode four of season two of The Mandalorian, chapter twelve, the siege. Uh, hope you guys enjoy Look. our discussion. Yes, Mike. Look, Star Talker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, another another look. Star Talker, <laughs> popcorn look, culture. Star Talker ra- wrapped up <laughs> for another week. Oh, that was fun. Okay, um, time check in with what's up with Fred again. As for me, uh, it's just this wonderful show along with a brand new episode of the monthly, monthly! coming out this week, which we teased at the top of the show. Yes, um, uh, get ready for the emotions, all the oh, feels. It's it's going to be, yeah, I, it's literally going to be like a therapy session for me. Yep. Like I'm, everything's going to be out on the table. So basically, uh, for a those... A good DNM. A good, a very good DNM. <laughs> for those playing at home, um, it w- I would recommend, if you're interested, listening to uh, the previous episode of The Monthly Folio and I did... Uh, where we talked about uh, the first half of season 15, yep. Supernatural, or the first like 15, 14 episodes, something like that. Uh, that was a big epic discussion yep. in and of itself, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. Um, so we're going to be basically going through the remainder of the episodes one by one uh, and then wrapping up with the series finale. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So that'll be out on Wednesday. People get around it. Yep. Uh, Foolish Fuji, what's up? Foolish Fuji is still going strong. Uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time on Twitch. Um, for anyone who is interested, twitch.tv forward slash Foolish Fuji. Um, I am also on the YouTube with um, some content over there and also um, with my socials. So that's um, Foolish underscore Fuji for Twitter. And of course, uh, Instagram, uh, Foolish Fuji. Uh, I decided to just change my <laughs> my personal account over to the Foolish Fuji account because I started posting things uh, from my content. So I thought, you know what? I'll just use that as my <laughs> social media for Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah. And at the moment it's just streams and videos on YouTube. The streams are on Twitch. That's really all I've got at the moment. Um, I did want to mention, um, a manga series I've been reading. Um, that I forgot to mention at the start of the podcast. I'm reading a manga series called A Silent Voice. Um, oh, they made a film out of it. They did. Yeah. And I coincidentally watched the film before I read the manga. Oh, okay. And it's an anime. The story is about, um, like, it's about bullying. Okay. And how it affects a particular character in the long run, like the person who did the bullying. Yeah. Right. Um, wow. and then also it sort of ties in because it's about a, per, a, a student who is deaf and she gets teased a lot. Mm. Um, because unfortunately because of her hearing loss, um, she gets teased about her voice when she does try to speak cause she does wear, uh, hearing aids. Mm hmm. Um, they, they, you know, they tease her about her earring aids. They, they damage them. They, they do all sorts of different, like horrible things that you, like the, the things that you could only think of. Motherfuckers. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the main character of the story is the bully that actually does it all. Interesting take. Yeah. Um, but then the story sort of turns into him in the future, uh, when he's like, Probably after his teens, he's now going to like college and stuff like that. He's trying to redeem himself, but it, it's all about mental health as well. Mm. Um, and what happened to him when people started sort of turning on him, like his, what his so-called friends started yeah. turning on him. Uh, and so he ended up being the victim of bullying as well. So, you know, it gets to a point where he's now, you know, depressed um, he's got suicidal thoughts. Um, uh, so it's, it's quite dark when yeah. it's, when it starts off. Um, but then he starts getting, he starts, he went, he goes and reconnects with the deaf girl, um, learns sign language along the way because he felt really guilty mm. about doing that stuff to her. And yeah, so it's a really interesting story. Um, it's a, it's also a very very emotional kind of story as well. Mm. Um, so if you do get a chance to watch it, it is on Anime Lab. I think I'm not sure if it was up for a limited time 
Um, but please check it out. It might also be on Crunchyroll. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not a subscriber to that one. But um, please, if you do get a chance, check out A Silent Voice, um, the anime film. Um, it is definitely worth watching. I, I will advise, though, there are a lot of you know harassment, bullying type themes and depression and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So um, Heavy stuff. Yeah, so it's very heavy stuff, but it's it's a really great story, and I really enjoyed it. So now I'm in the middle of um, sort of reading through the manga as well, and it's it's pretty much the, it's the same story, but in manga form, which is where it originated from. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. So nice. Yeah. How about yourself, Wayne? Yeah, for me, it's Fred Watch. Fred Watch <laughs> all the way. So. Uh, yeah, we've had a few recent episodes, uh, so we've still got our Halloween special out there. Kendall and I reviewed the wonderful film Cujo. Yeah, um, I listened to it. Oh, oh <laughs> how did you find it? It was it was actually really cool to to listen to you guys. Uh, just chatting away about a rabid dog. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Were you enticed to watch no. it? No. How did you How oh, did you feel like about the um, the sample scene? At the beginning, because there was a lot of barking. There was. A bit scary, or was it okay? It was a little intimidating. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, and that's actually one of the calmer moments, I oh, suppose, okay. that intensifies a lot. Uh, as we talk about that incredible scene where um, where Cujo really jumps in the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's, yeah, so it was, it was, was a great film to, mm-hmm. to discuss. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Kendall also joined me again uh, for Friday the 13th for our first Fearsome Friday yeah. special. We have a lot of those planned. Yes, <laughs> so we hopefully, do. hopefully we've got we've got time to, to, to do them, but you know, they'll pop up whenever they need to pop up because mm-hmm. like serial killers they arrive unannounced. <laughs> and that's like how a our, good jump scare. Absolutely, that's how our Fearsome <laughs> Friday episodes will be. We reviewed um, the second Friday the thirteenth film. Uh, where Jason is the antagonist for the first time in that gorgeous burlap sack. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now, Kendall, you're you're hanging out for part three. Where oh, yeah. Jason gets his mask. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I'm so so excited. Yeah, so that that'll happen at, at some point. Um, yes. Yeah. We will we will get around to absolutely. it. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, our most common, our most recent episode uh philip and i reviewed monty python's life of brian so yes. our regular series very very good episode thank you mm. so yeah philip and i still aren't sharing a studio unfortunately uh but look technology we were able to to watch and and review one of his favorite comedies as well i think it came out as a really interesting discussion mm-hmm. a, a, as well um so yeah so by all means um watch the film on netflix and have a listen to our review yes. um and we've got a few more episodes in the pipeline to to round out 2020 um so yes yeah, so it's all about fred watch for me yay michael how about yourself uh well nothing much working and watching stuff uh, another thing that uh, I watched during the week was there's a new um, thing on Disney Plus of uh, Marvel Marvel Six One Six. Yeah, any uh, good? Yeah, uh, I watched the first episode uh, because I wasn't sure about it, but the f- I, I had to laugh because it's actually a, a piece of um, Marvel history that I actually quite enjoy, and I and I really want to dive into mm-hmm. it uh they it's the uh they they talk about um japanese spider-man oh cool yeah it's a, i love japanese Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh considering that i i wasn't particular i wasn't particularly a fan of um 
uh, Power Rangers, but you can definitely see a lot of influences uh, on the Power Rangers of um, that that sort of uh, Jap- Japanese low budget TV mm. shows that that deal with deal with that sort of genre of um, outer space uh, dino- dinosaurs and and uh, creatures and and robots as well. But the protagonist is Spider Man, so <laughs> yeah, that that's definitely a lot of fun. Then uh, I I want to see if I can actually fi- find like uh, a series of it because I'm not sure where you can get it if it's in print or anything like that. YouTube or, maybe. I'm gonna have, yeah maybe YouTube or oh, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to find it like I had to find Animaniacs because there's no streaming service that actually has it. So you know uh, I might I might just search around the Bay Area. <laughs> Maybe see <laughs> see what you can uh, you know see what I see see what I can see what, see what I can see, Jack Sparrow see what kind of treasure you can discover yeah, yeah. see if I can Blackbeard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah nice or Yellowbeard or Yellowbeard uh, yeah so that's basically my week I'm just going to pirate shit you <laughs> 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 Cool. All right. Well, good things to look forward to. Um, and yeah, good episode, everyone. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. That was a lot of good fun. Good game. Good game. Good GG. GG. As they say on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that might wrap it up then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Ready, Mike? Yeah, I suppose. And what are we doing? What are we doing? That. What? Was, was a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. That was a podcast called Fred. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts. And Fred the Alien, follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Red Bubble just in time for Black Friday. Yeah. Where you can get. Well, that's a bit racist. Uh, apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery with our unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. Unibums, incompetent gamers, our live stay shows, and more. That was the Fred plug. <laughs> oh, yeah. Indeed it was. I have been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Stellini. I've been a Fulia Cantaramaggio. And I've been a Michael Lister. And you've just experienced, you just experienced a podcast called Fred. Called Fred. Fred. Come on, come on. Keep it up, keep it up. Fred. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, shout out to our folks in California. Yay! Thanks, folks. Thank you for listening. Wow, California. <laughs> what, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> Minneapolis, we know you're listening to. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. What up, guys? <laughs> Do you like my authentic Californian accent? Well, Michael, and there goes our Californian yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Feel free to add us on Twitter about how accurate you feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tweet, tweet it to yeah. me. Come on. It's okay, we all agree it was shithouse. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. Remember to eat beef. Take the bait. Yes. Freddy's alive and well. <laughs> <laughs>
and he's in Orkin. Yay! Yes. Kendall, <laughs> enjoy your anniversary this week. We're so excited for you. No, 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 no. It's Black Friday this week. That's all I'm thinking about. Oh, yeah. It's the only thing that matters. It's okay. I'll remind you. <laughs> and see. 2018. Very good year. No. For concessions. No. For verbal contracts. Incorrect. It was wonderful. No. Yes, it was. <laughs> no, the worst year ever. And all was right in the podcasting world. Absolutely not. Cut! <laughs> Just like that time when I said I'm the Kendall Richardson, it doesn't count. It didn't matter. <laughs> but it happened. No. Yes, it did. No. Yes, it did. No. There's only one Kendall Richardson. <laughs> cut! <laughs> and there's only one concession. <laughs> I said cut. I said good day. I'm having a fucking picnic. It was like <laughs> signing on the dotted line, really. Stop! <laughs> Let me eat my chocolate and cry. Oh, this eat, is gonna be cut out, you, you know. Can eat your chocolate. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This comedy gold? <laughs> what? One one four four episode one four four. Yeah. I saved it for the post credits for a one, reason. Four, <laughs> He's already stopped recording. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Kendall and I are providing the gag. <laughs> oh boy. Kendall's just upset. I didn't put bunting up. I'll, I'll, I'll do better next year. It's okay. Good things happen in the three. I love you, Kendall. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs>